Hi, I'm Raymond, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Uh, today's quest is Base Raiders. This is Delta Magic Underground. Um, I'm going to be running this scenario. Um, well, this scenario, this campaign, in fact. Unless we get a guest GM. I don't know why we do that. Uh, and our, now I'm going to have our players introduce themselves, starting with Alex. Oh, wow, what a surprise. Hello, everyone. I am Alex uh, from the Ragnar Rock podcast, uh, and I will be playing the sentient alien, the, I'm sorry, the hyper-intelligent alien nanoswarm named Greg, uh, which is the closest approximation that humans can make to what his name actually is. Uh, he was a forward scout for an invasion force, but once he got to Earth, which was after Ragnarok, he found out that his species had been enslaved, and so now he is base racing to try to raise enough capital and find stuff so that he can return home and free his cloud from oppression, where they are being used to uh, pill to fill the Zikloth Empire's terrifying war zeppelins. Yep, because that's the kind of setting this game is. It's four four color. <laughs> All four colors superhero adventures here. All right. Yep. Perhaps the other rag nerd. Who could that be? I wonder. I hey everybody, know. I'm Ryan, also from the Ragnard Rock podcast. Um, count the number of times we say Ragnard Rock instead of Ragnarok, and let us know in the comments. Um, today I'm going to be playing Amriel, the uh, fallen angel. Uh, she is a demon who is summoned from the pit by a powerful sorceress and held as a slave for a th uh, hundred years, I think I said, um, before Ragnarok happened and her mistress was disappeared with all the other powerful uh, heroes and others. Um, and now she is base racing um, because she wants to live in comfort and luxury on this plane of existence for as long as she can and uh, not have to return to the pits of hell. Fantastic. <laughs> Just before we move on to our last player, it's my understanding that Ragnarok has a movie coming out soon starring Chris Hemsworth. Uh, is, and Mark Ruffalo, is that true? I, I think you are once again confusing our podcast with the Marvel Thor franchise. Oh right! Yeah, you do. I, I, it's it's an easy mistake to make. It happens all the I time. Know. I know. Uh, are they are they paying you royalties for the use of your name? Uh, yes, actually, they are. Oh, that's good. It's nice to see some I've, money finally come in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and our last player. And I'm Finn uh, from nowhere, uh, and I'm playing Yuri. Uh, who was once a uh, professional Dakar rally racer, uh, killed in a horrible accident, resurrected by a psychopathic uh, machine necromancer to be a samurai soldier in his undead armies. Because programming um, is hard. <laughs> uh, um, and then after Ragnarok uh, escaped, uh, discovered powers of uh, possessing other machines, uh, and then took up a life to try and rekindle my uh, love of motorsport and uh, trying to keep that rush going after dying horribly in a horrific accident, trying to what else replicate can you live experiences. For, yeah. <laughs> cool. Fantastic. Um, 
I just re- remembered that uh, in the past, when I think Brandon came up with this, when uh, he, Brandon obviously doesn't have a podcast either, when he was introducing himself in the Apocalypse World campaign towards the end, hmm. started introducing himself as adjunct professor to the stars. So <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. By all means, <laughs> adopt that, you know, similar thing. Perhaps your voodoo economist advisor to Donald Trump. <laughs> Potentially. Anything like that, by all means. All right, fantastic. This is actually the wrong map that I have open because I was just looking at a map of my hometown instead of a map of the Nile Delta. <clears throat> uh, so when we last left off, the guys had found the entrance to Setmantoth's base, or they hope they have. Uh, and had just, uh, found this, uh, sort of deep pit. It's a well in the context of, you know, like Indiana Jones, uh, and the well of souls or whatever it is in, uh, in Raiders. I can't remember the exact name of that. The point is, it's not a water well. It's not really a well at all. It's just a hole that goes down into the earth, a vertical shaft of some description, uh, with walls of hewn stone. Uh, so the sun is setting. Um, you guys have paid them in transmuted gold to let you, uh, use this building. Um, yes. what, uh, what are you, what's your next step? Uh, I don't believe Emriel's really been told what you found. I mean, yeah, you can just go straight down and leave your leave the your tr- super transport out in the open. No, I was going to try and um, oh, hide yeah. hide the car somewhere. All right, cool. Like park it in someone's garage, or I'm pretty cover sure with, cover it with carpets. I th- cover it with carpets. What do they have a pile of carpets? I think there's a <laughs> bank of trees uh, nearish you. What if we drive it into the river? <laughs> yeah, drive it into the river. That's a great plan. <laughs> Essentially anywhere, I guess, like out of sight of like overhead and off the road. Yeah. Perhaps you guys should invest in like a, a range of camo nets mm. for yeah. future races. Yeah. Perhaps we'll find some kind of cloaking technology down in this base. Ah, uh, yes, magical, cloaking. A magical <laughs> incantation. Or some kind of, like, natural, like, overgrowth technology. Or a giant bushes. Perhaps you find a thing of the meta gardeners that you just throw at the ground and then it spawns a bush. Yeah. <laughs> I think I mean, what we really need is a conveniently placed billboard to hide the car behind, but it doesn't look like there are any over there. <laughs> we no, planned a billboard for Raider Got a lot of billboards in unnamed town on unnamed <laughs> road. I can't tell if that's like a factory or like an oval. It might be like the richest person in town's yard, and they've got their yard lined with trees. I'm really disappointed we can't straight view any of this. Yeah, it's not uh, not close enough to a good area. 
I mean, if you none, can... of, none of this Egypt area. Oh, really? You can't even street view the Rashid motor bus? I thought maybe you might be able to see across no. the water if you could street view there. They've only got, oh. like, places where people have taken photos. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm not too surprised. No, not terribly surprised. Egypt's not super stable of late. Mm. <laughs> Google hasn't on... sent, their, sent their vans around. <laughs> or bikes, or dogs. I think they use dogs, you know, <laughs> Reese in somewhere recently. Or barges. Oh, no, sheep, sorry. They tied cameras to sheep. Oh, that makes sense. <clears throat> anyway, oh, yeah, so we, we, we find a place to park the supercar. In yeah, does anybody, with an, anybody want to make a roll at all for this? Does anyone have... You can use stealth to hide... I'll let you use stealth to hide a car. I have stealth um, mon at mundane at plus two. Yeah, that's fine. That's enough, you know, to pile some bushes on there. <laughs> Duck around you can direct us from the sky and I'll park it where you can't see it. Well, yeah. Uh, my works. sentient cloud mm. skill has stealth at extraordinary. Oh, maybe you should do it, man. <laughs> to, like... Build uh, something around it. Did you just disassemble the car? Hide it in. No, that, that's place. alien super scientist. <laughs> oh yeah, can I do that? Can I just like build an awning above the car? Yeah, you could do that if you wanted to. Well, Ra let Ryan go first. Or would my? <laughs> no, no, no. You have to do one or the other. Because if Ryan, Ryan's one would be find like a street that can't that's so narrow it can't be seen very well from aerial view. Right. Whereas yours is build something around it so that well, it, it would be like park it right next Ryan, to it. Ryan is just... awning next to yeah. it so it's like covered. Well, well, right. so, well, so you could put, park it right next to the building you're going into because the building you're in is on the edge of town and yeah. then use your super science skill to build like a whole new like, so that it just looks like an extra room on the house. Like you could put walls and a roof on it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was thinking maybe just like uh, a um, an awning and then a door, so we could get out right to the car. But well, yeah, you then... could do that too. My point is, like, with your power set, you can you could essentially build a building. You can hide yeah. the vehicle inside a building that you summoned, basically. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's uh, let's roll and see how that goes. So that is so either one of those is fine. Three. Well, do you want to do it, Ryan, or should I do it? Well, I I rolled already. Um, okay. So if you, why don't you roll, and we'll see how uh, we'll see how you do, and then if you do well, I'll come back and say, oh, I found an alley where we can. Oh. Uh, I got plus five. Okay. Nice. You got a shift or two. Yeah. Yeah, I got minus plus plus plus, and I'm at plus three with my skill. Nice. Um, so I'm thinking I'm going to build, uh, I'm just going to, so Greg just sort of, uh, stretches out over the ground, uh, into an approximate, taking a layer of soil to turn basically, into yeah, and, and 3d prints, not metal, just like a thin wall that looks like the rest of the building. So I guess like a clay kind of stuff, like whatever the rest of the buildings are made. I mean, it could even of. be plastic textured to look like the rest of the building and then you'd use even yeah. less resources. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's like, it's not, not very thick cause it doesn't have to be very sturdy, <laughs> yeah. but it's basically two walls connected to the building and a roof. So we can park the car in there and one of the walls, actually, if it's really thin, it doesn't matter. So it's yeah. three walls connected to the building and a roof. So it's in a box, but we could just drive through it. 
from the outside, it just looks like this family got a bit large, and we're like, we need another build, another room for the new members of the family, and so they just agglutinative structured, added on an extra I eat, wall. I eat a door in between <laughs> the the new room and the old room. The guy will be real glad about that. Yeah, I'll, I'll fix it. He's got nuggets of. You might not fix it if you have to leave here in a rush. Although I can't imagine why you need to. No, nothing. All right, so well, it's, but, it's our wall. We made it. We your it. your structures aren't like instantaneous. It takes you some time to build them, right? Uh, I yeah. I, I mean, I don't have anything any, any like, sort of speed. You or don't anything. have any speed crafting skill. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, you're extruding this as you move around. Basically, it doesn't. It doesn't take too long. Um, can. Yuri and Amriel make me notice checks or awareness checks. Sorry, I think is the skill awareness. Yeah, awareness. Alertness, that's the one. I was close. All right. Three. Plus three. I'm at plus zero. All right. So what are you two doing while uh, Greg, I keep almost calling them fart. What do you do <laughs> while Greg uh, is... You call me fart. Is building this. Uh, uh, go ahead, Finn. Um, I guess maybe I might poke around the like trapdoor opening. Hmm. It's not really a trapdoor. It's a bunch of planks that the guy moved aside. But yeah, right, like that hole. I yeah, might, like, yeah, suss yeah. out that hole a bit to see if there's anything like immediately booby trapped in the surface level. Yeah. Just like having a look down and that kind of thing. I'll let you guys have glow sticks. Uh, you can drop a glow stick down there. Okay. Uh, it falls for probably about 50 meters. It's a pretty deep hole. Cool. Um, and you see, like, some loose rocks at the bottom. Um, not much else. It looks damp, but not, like, full of water. So it's, like, it's clearly getting water seepage because you're right next to a river, but it's not yeah. flooded. You... You know, you can't make out too much down there, and you don't see like you know a claymore or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So you know that's something. Hmm. Um, and then uh, you hear something um, overhead uh, in the distance. Your robotic ears must have picked it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and something hidden within you analyzed it. Sounds like a helicopter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably outside, obviously, in, in the distance somewhere, but you can hear it. Hmm. Okay. Some kind of aerial vehicle. Yeah, something like that. Similar to the Valkyries with their double helicopter transporting their giant car? Uh, no. It sounds... You can own, It sounds um, like it's uh, a single-rotored aircraft or something. Okay. Do you want to go outside and see if you can spot it? Um, I guess I'll go outside but try and keep... Um, I don't really have stealth, so fuck it. I'll just go outside, yeah. Uh, you see that the roof is being laid onto this new wall. <laughs> uh, Amriel, what are you doing while 
Um, I suppose I suppose Amriel went looking for an alleyway or like a you know a good hiding place for the vehicle, not knowing that the fart cloud was going to poop out a building. I'd say that All you're right. probably aware that the building's being built now. Uh, seeing as seeing as um, Greg doesn't have any super quick building things, it yeah. is a bit like a three D printer, so it it's not <laughs> it does take time to do. Yeah. So it's probably been like an hour since he started. He All sounds right. like a dot matrix printer. <laughs> <laughs> Why? In that case, in that case <laughs> I'm just uh, Amriel, Amriel came back from her scouting mission and touched down and it has just sort of been staring agape at uh, the cloud as it uh, builds this structure from the, from the ground up. Yeah, you see bits of dirt disappearing into Greg as he exudes this material. Um, you're glad that he didn't build something with thicker walls because it would have displaced a lot of earth uh, to make the material and it would have been visible from uh, the air that someone had built something recently, whereas this doesn't stand out too much. Uh, as a recent construction, really. it's He's doing a surprisingly good job of weather and texture matching the exterior <laughs> walls so that they look similarly aged to the rest of the building, even though it's like, uh, you know, a centimetre thick wall of plastic. It looks like uh, half a foot thick um, adobe wall. Uh, and... It's at this point that you see Yuri step out and sort of look to the skies. Uh, and Yuri, in the distance, you see a single rotor helicopter. It looks like it must be really far away, but you can hear it like it's close. And you realize it is... Tiny? It is a tiny <laughs> helicopter, like a model helicopter. Uh-huh. And it has. It's in fact quite close. It's within a hundred meters, uh-huh. and it's got a camera on it. And it's not one of the the spectator cameras. Presumably? No, the spectator cameras are like these alien hover sphere things that yeah. just float silently near you. Like you basically can ignore them. Like they make no noise. Right. Um, yeah. Whereas this is obviously a helicopter thing. Cool. This is something somebody made. This is like pre-quadcopter drone tech. This is like what the... How uh, in Iraq, the US military had um, model airplanes with cameras and they just throw them into the air to launch them. <laughs> yep. Yep. Like that. Uh, so it's got cool. like a webcam strapped to it. Um, sorry, Ryan. I keep forgetting your character's name specifically. Amriel? Amriel. Amriel, yes. Yeah, okay, cool, I got it. Um, are you in, like, sight? Are you nearby? Yeah. Yeah, Amriel is just sort of standing there watching the uh, watching the cloud build its little construction and, and muttering to herself, you know, <laughs> I've been alive for 5,000 years, I've fought a war in heaven, I've served as a torturer in the pits of hell... Uh, I was the I was the bodyguard of a of a powerful sorceress for a hundred years, and I've never seen anything this bizarre. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like elbow you and point to the helicopter <clears throat> and say, um, "Could you bring that over here?" 
Um, sure. Amriel's going to see if she can snatch this thing. <laughs> All right. Um, this'll be an opposed roll, but I'm guessing you have flight at something good. Ascendant. <laughs> <laughs> can you beat the tiny helicopter? Yeah, Let's probably. Or is the tiny like helicopter godlike? <laughs> it's not godlike. It's fucking mundane, dear. Um, does it have the differences in tiers in this section that I'm looking at? Nope, because of course that's probably only in this book once in the section where it talks about it for players. Yeah. I think I roll d sixes for each tier. Yeah, for each tier right. above it, you replace right. a die with a d6. I'm just trying to find the part where it says that. I assume it says it's in the player section. Um, no. Gifts. Extraordinary. This is power levels. I don't want power levels. I want... Superhuman Ascendant. There we go. Uh, underground base rating, superpowers, types of powers, aspects, power tiers is what I want. It's told me what I know what to do when the opponent has more. You roll the d6 yeah. and subtract. I think if you're if you're at mundane, you more, I think you add two more. I think you add two more dice, isn't it, for t difference? Per tier. Where the fuck is it in this book? It's somewhere. Yeah. I'm. I'm pretty sure you roll your regular four fudge dice, and it's, it's I sub out power tiers on one hundred eight. I think one hundred eight. Yeah, I sub out three because it's extraordinary, superhuman, then ascendant. Yeah. Um. On one hundred eight, it says if they're different. However, the higher tier skill replaces one fudge dice with a six-sided dice. Okay. For each yeah. tier of difference. Yeah. You're t you're at ascendant, and there's superhuman and extraordinary between us, so that would be um, two six-sided dice. Yeah. Instead of two of your fudge. Yeah. So you. So he replaces two of his fudge dice with d sixes, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. sweet. You're going to kick my ass. <laughs> All right. And let's see. All right, I'm at 15. Plus 15. <laughs> I'm going to laugh if it's impossible for me to beat this. <laughs> yeah, plus one. The helicopter, like, banks to the right, and you just fucking snatch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's I like suppose. a it's like a leaping saw. It's so close you barely have to flap your wings. So you just sort of take off and grab it and then land. Um, Amriel just shrugs and holds it out to um, what's your character's name? Finn, I forgot. Yuri. Yuri just holds it out to Yuri. You know, here, here. It's pretty large. You notice that it's an electric. When you would have expected something this size to be petrol, um, it's got um, about a meter uh, wingspan, rotor span, mm -hmm. um, maybe a meter and a half, uh, and a little camera strapped to it, uh, and a bunch of different colors. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it looks a bit cobbled together. Right. Um, I'm going to, like, grab it with both hands, mm-hmm. firmly. Um, not, like, crushing or anything. And just, like, like sort of uh, face down the barrel of the camera. Um, and I'm going to slip out of my samurai and into this helicopter. Oh, sweet. Do you need to... Do you want to... Does that require um, a roll, you think? I have a... I essentially have uh, menace unusual on my machine possession skill for the purpose of like overcoming a um, opposed. Mm. Like, it occurs to me it wouldn't system. have your 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 power is derived from magic because you're like undead or whatever you're a ghost right. Yeah. So I don't think that it would have any way of defending itself at all. So I think you would right. just do that. So you are now connected to you are now this helicopter. I am now the helicopter looking at myself. Yeah. Um, from here, can I? Um, is there any like incoming messages to the helicopter? Essentially, um, it looks like it's got a um, "if you lose signal, return home" feature uh-huh. on it, um, and it's almost like the signal's been cut off um, uh, for the normal transmission. So. It's kind of like someone tried to issue a shutdown code, but your machine possession interrupted it. So you've got that return home uh, thing. It's a GPS signal, and you get the impression that it's currently moving. Okay. Um. But it's not... You don't have... You don't have map data fed into this machine. It just uses GPS coordinates. So you don't really have any context unless you've memorized GPS coordinates for all of Egypt. Uh (laughs) There's no real context for you. It's just this is a number. And this number is changing every few minutes because it's moving. How far off does it seem to be? I mean, I can compare its coordinates to mine, right? Um, I would say that you get an impression that it's within 50 kilometers, mm-hmm. which is not that far. I mean, you've traveled like, what, 100, 200? Yeah. From... Um. From the starting point, something like that. Uh, cool. Yeah. I might like whiz up into the air and have a look around. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, you do notice that the camera feed is not great. Um, mm-hmm. Bit sketchy. You, yeah, it's a bit fuzzy. Um, you what else (laughs) um yeah you can't you don't notice nothing stands out from just flying up into the air yep um yeah like the video feed isn't actually like quite clear it's just like a gopro essentially yeah indeed it's a little bit shittier than a gopro it's almost like this is an old it feels this feels old 
but it's pretty it's pretty sophisticated for like 10 years ago right but now it's like you could buy a better drone at a shopping center it just wouldn't have as good a battery life as this because it's yep does this seem like i don't know true human warriors who just who team does this seem like I mean, 10 years true, ago, it sounds like... True Human Warriors is from the Clever Boxer game. Yes. That we played quickly. <laughs> That's not a base rating team. The, um... What are those guys? Do you mean TKS or do you mean the Val or the True Survivors? True Survivors is what I mean. Um, um, it could be True Survivors, but they were heading, like, f pretty far away from where you are. They were yeah. heading to... TKS is all, like, super high-tech. I don't think they would have a it drone. Same terribly high-tech. Yeah. Yeah, the D... Um, the true survivors were heading to Dasuk, I'm pretty mm. sure. Doesn't mean they didn't tail us. I'm just thinking it's true... I was just thinking true humans... Um, <laughs> true survivors. True survivors. Yep. True survivors. Um, just because of the outdated technology, and they're a bit... You know, from a could be the Valkyries. I mean, it it could also be. It could be uh, I mean, I'm not I'm not there, but the Valkyries are very Spartan and utilitarian, so it could be. You know, it still works, so it's good enough. It doesn't have to be fixed yeah. because. Wow, I misjudged my distances. Uh, Dasuk is only uh, thirty kilometers from where you are uh, by line of sight, so mm -hmm. it so it could be uh, actually the true survivors. Right. Um, oh, yeah. Can Brian, I that's can I look six miles in real units? <laughs> Just kidding. How many miles? Eighteen point six four one one. Okay. It's an out. easy conversion, obviously. You could just round out to eighteen. It'll be round up to nineteen, but you know. You use crazy metric math where everything oh, makes sense. I know, but it's the French man. Gotta blame uh. those that damn enlightenment. Man, it's are you weird. kidding? I wish I wish we used the metric system. It would be so much easier. It's so weird too, especially considering like at the time that metric was becoming a thing, like America was pretty chummy with the French. Yeah. Like you've got cities and shit named after the French. Yeah. We've always been pretty chummy with the French. I don't understand why you don't use metric, the unit nah, of measurement invented by the French. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alright, can can I take a look at the outside of this drone and see if there's any markings or any indication on of who it might belong to? Uh, <laughs> you fly back down. You could call out. Um, <laughs> you realize that I don't know. I assume your ghost can perceive things, but you do realize this drone doesn't have microphones. Yeah. It doesn't have audio pickup. It only has visual. Fair. Um, but I'll head back down to myself anyway, because I don't want to like get separated. Cool. Um, Amriel? Uh, yeah. Um, may I take a look at that? You say to the helicopter. <laughs> I sort of like lightly hover in front of you, I guess. <laughs> yeah, helicopters are not notorious Bob. for their mouths. And Bob sort of yeah. in <laughs> agreement. <laughs> you you move slightly forward as uh, to tilt the nose down, and then you pull back to tilt the uh -huh. nose up, nodding yes. Repeatedly. 
All right. Um, you, not very much. This, this helicopter surges at you. Wow. <laughs> kill it, kill it, kill it. Um, I got a plus two to examine the helicopter. All right. Um, cool. Uh, you look around and you look at the bottom of it, actually, and you see that it says property of Takamura Seraphin. Oh. But it's like a, it's like, you know, the kind of label, like you printed with a home label maker. Okay. Um, let me see. Is that, there's is that a one of spelling, the... there's a spelling mistake in property. That's one of TKS Super Race Team. Okay. One of the triplets. Oh, well, I was wrong. Looks like TKS is on wrong. a trail. You were wrong for the right reasons, though. <laughs> uh, well, they're onto us. Definitely again. now. But they don't know why you're here. No, true. Hmm. But they were they were heading in the same direction as you from the start, like even after the turn, they were heading this way. So it could be that their plan was also to search the Nile starting at um, Rosetta and then uh, working their way down upriver, upriver technically, even though it's south. It always has confused me about the Nile. I understand why it is. But yeah. Um, can I get an idea of what it might have seen from its vantage point before I, t you know, picked it out of the air? Uh, yeah, it would have just seen you building the walls around the car. Okay. Because the roof hadn't so, gone on yet. So they'll know that it's hidden there. But like, right. for all they know, you guys could have just been tired and needed to set up camp for the night. Like you couldn't push on. They don't, no one knows what your fatigue is like. Yeah. Right. Like, the true survivors work on, like, th four hours sleep, but that still means that they need to sleep for four hours each night because they're, like, they have too large a team to fit in their primary transport. They can't keep going through the night. Whereas the Valkyrs will be taking it in shifts and TKS will push hard until they find the base. Like, they won't sleep at all till they've found it. And then once they find it, they'll rest for as long as they need to till they feel they can safely clear the base. Mm -hmm. Okay, but they're all adepts. They don't have superpowers. Mm. Uh, TKS. So they know where they they know that we've set up a, a a base camp here. They might not know why. Yeah. Although they might come now. You've got one of their drones. <laughs> Destroy it. <laughs> That's a great plan. You've already, you've already antagonized them on the start line. Yeah, I don't like that. Do you really want to destroy their drone? Yes. Have you decided that you want TKS to be your rival? I mean... <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just waiting uh, for Yuri to possess their car. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
I could do that right now, I guess. I could just home <laughs> to them. Yeah, you just let the <laughs> drone return home. <laughs> and then when they collect it, they're like, what's going on here? What is this? Hello. <laughs> You're like, whoa! Is there any up. way that we could just, like, erase the data on it? It would have already yeah, transmitted back to the video. I don't think there's much to do other than, like, either we turn it off or we just give it back to them. Yeah. I was going to say, if you can give me a heading, Yuri, I can return it to them. I'll leave it, like, in, you know, in the road in front of their car uh, a, a few, a few you know, hundred feet. So they'll pull up to it and they'll just see a note that says, Peeping is not sportsmanlike. It's <laughs> <laughs> wow. with lightning, is it, either? Well, they they put a shutdown code through it, but because um, Yuri possessed it, it is it is capable of broadcasting straight back to them. He just needs to turn that on. Mm. So you could just put a get a piece of paper and write. Um, <laughs> just write a note. Didn't know it was yours, and sit it in front of the camera, and then tell it to broadcast. And then yeah, that's true. <laughs> Let's just do that. We'll just shut it down. Turn it back to broadcast in front of a blank. Or what if we just leave it? I mean, they're our competition. That's true. I mean, you could give it back to them at the end of the race, too, if you want. You could just put it in the car. Mm, I feel like we should. <laughs> do we, do we want to be assholes about this? I think we yes. should. Yes. I mean, do. I don't think it's being asshole. It's it's a competition. They were spying on it. It is a competition. We took it down. And uh, um, I mean, we didn't took it down it. without destroying it too. So you know, yeah. If we'll the Valkyrs had spotted it, it would have been like you know, redneck spotting a quadcopter in their neighborhood. Get out the yeah. fucking bird shot. Bring yeah. that sucker down. Yeah, we'll I just, say we just disable it and then leave it in front of a sign. All right. Um, I was going to say, is there are there any like particularly tall or inaccessible structures around the... There is a radio tower nearby. I saw that. Okay. There's a radio tower on the map. In that case, I will... I will can, can we, like, take the blades off the off the helicopter and I'll leave it at the top of the radio tower? <laughs> sure. sure. Be a dick. Is that the radio tower just north of the town in, near one of the fields? Yes. I wasn't sure if that was a radio tower or not. I, just I mean, it like looks a, a lot like a radio tower. Yeah, it doesn't have wires running through it, so it must be a radio tower. It is a tower of some kind of... Why the fuck is it out there? Why is it there, though? Like, maybe there's a radio... Like, a amateur radio station in town. <laughs> Egyptian pirate radio? Yeah, Egyptian pirate radio. <laughs> well, we had a base raiders come into town today. That was a hoot. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take off the helicopter blade without like significantly, you know, without damaging it, yeah. um, so that it can't ju- they can't just like activate it and fly it down, and then leave it at the top of the radio tower with a little note that says no peeking. I swap back out of it before we do this. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise you'll have to try and possess the radio tower to get down. <laughs> yeah, just like a string of possessions, radio tower. <laughs> Cam radio. You broadcast out of the thing. Somebody put their phone at the base of this tower. Can you exist as a ghost between things, or do you have to go directly from? I have to go directly from one to another. Oh, okay. Uh, so what happens? Physical like, contact. What happens if like your samurai body gets completely vaporized? Do you die, or do we just like have to? 
prolific. He got completely vaporized. I think I'd be dead. And I'm a bad GM, then yeah, he's dead. Yeah, I think technically uh, in fate it depends on uh, what the combat, the enemy combatant that you're fighting wants, because people can go for the knockout or they can call for you know death. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, like, if it's disabled and destroyed, I'm still stuck in it. Even then, I'd probably be like, his hand was just outside the beam, so just, he's just possessing a hand. <laughs> yeah, and I just claw my way away. Yeah, good. Cool. Alright, so you've built this fake room, and you've, you know, got some glow sticks. Do you guys want to break out what limited food supplies you have? Or do you want to go into town and order something? It's, you know, a um, pretty short walk. <laughs> why don't... Uh, I mean, I'll just eat some sand. Yeah, you eat some of the dirt that you use to build the building. Nom, 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 nom. We stopped at that gas station last session, right? Oh, yeah, so, yeah, we did. Yeah, we got, yeah, you did. We got snacks and oil. Yeah. We've probably got, like, Twinkies and chips and stuff. It's not great food, but... That's right. You have the uh, Egyptian bread um, Raiderade that's grapefruit flavored. <laughs> Makes Amriel feel right at home. That's in campaign notes. Raiderade regional variants. Egyptian <laughs> edition is grapefruit flavored. <laughs> Yes, Good. it is. It's disgusting, but it's there. Are we pretty much ready? I guess? Mm -hmm. You can drop down the hole. Is the hideout finished? Uh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. Yeah. Cool. Um, it's dark inside because it's just a box with no windows, but it works. <laughs> it's fine. Um, do we need to lower ourselves in, I guess? Um, I think you're the only one that does. Yeah, yeah I just kind of gently. If your down. car has a winch, that would be fine. Or you can just, or you can make some kind of climb athletics check. Okay. How nice. wide is the uh, the well? It's like two or three meters. It's pretty large. Oh, okay. Pretty wide. Um, I was gonna say you can just can... like arms against the walls and. Yeah, I, I oh, can good. maybe yeah. carry you down because I can fly. Yeah, that would be fine for this context. Yep, okay. We're not changing any actual, you know, latitude, longitudinal position. You, you wouldn't get fined. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I so guess we, we, we have, like, quadcopter cameras following us too, right? No, they're yeah, not quadcopters. They're like, um, they're like, uh, sci-fi sphere things. Have you seen Stargate uh, Universe? Yeah. Gotcha, yep. They're the key kilos? Is that what they're called? Kinos. Kinos. Right, okay. They're hovering, they're hovering spheres, yeah? the Those things from Doctor Who? Yep, I remember. <laughs> the tryptophan? Well, the tryptophan were heads, so I hope it's not that. <laughs> yeah, there's... <laughs> There's cameraman heads in there. <laughs> oh, man, Tell such, me. such a sweet gig. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's a union job. Yeah. <laughs> Pays great. Yeah. Cost of living expenses are down because you don't have to eat because you don't have right. a body. All right, yeah, we descend. 
Right, you get to the bottom. Um, Amriel and Yuri, who are both larger beings, sort of sink into this muddy uh, alluvium. Hmm. Um, you know, it comes up to your ankles. It's pretty <laughs> wet down here. It's kind of like, um, almost like... If you've ever been to a, if you've ever been to a, if you've ever seen like a worm farm, like if you've had a worm farm in your backyard or anything, the sort of soil quality that you get out of that, it's really grainy and damp and easy to sink into. <laughs> it's packed with nutrients, but. Oh, uh, well, that's. That's good. So it's silt. It's river silt, basically. Yeah, yeah, actually. That's a good point. It's silt. I was trying to think of a good way of describing it, and that was way better. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, there's the glow stick on the floor, <laughs> and it's, you know, dark down here. Um, is is it just the um, the walls of the of the well of the shaft, or this, is there a passage anywhere? Um, there is a tunnel in front of you. Um, sweet. Yeah. There's no lighting down here, though. There's just the glow stick that you dropped down before, and whatever you brought with you. I would allow torches. Um, Although, well, doesn't Greg glow slightly? A little bit. Doesn't he flit with electricity? I mean, that's not yeah. great lighting, but... It's not a constant source of light, but yeah. Um, I, I was going to say... Amriel, you pull out your, your avenging sword? Yes, yes. <laughs> when, we, when we get to the bottom of the shaft... Um, excuse me. Amriel unceremoniously drops Yuri... Into the mud, <laughs> and I sink like waist deep. Thanks, guy. And then uh, manifests Sir Gladius. Nice. Well, there's a flaming sword to light your way. Cool. And I'll I'll take the glow stick, it, glow stick and like tuck it in my like samurai mask. <laughs> nice. You probably have a cluster of glow sticks if you need them again as well. That's fine. Yeah. Um. Now I will say this now. What supplies from your car do you br did you bring down with you, if anything? Do we really have anything in the way of supplies? You'd have like basic. I'd allow basic camping supply stuff because you guys didn't specify anything. So we basically have adventuring gear. Yeah. Yeah, but you have to you have to list the shit you're carrying with you now because <laughs> like there's you guys don't have. A lot of carrying space on you. Yeah, obviously, obviously, Greg can make whatever you need, but he doesn't have super speed crafting, so it takes him time. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, Amriel's got like a backpack uh, that she found somehow that she can, uh, her wings can fit around. Um, nice. It's it's mostly empty, but there are a couple of you know, like there's there's. Um, uh, hammer and spikes and some like a length of rope. Um, trying to think of what else we might need. Um, I don't some think food. any of you would need hammer and spikes. I think mostly you just need that rope. Mm. 
Um, I mean, I guess we're not, we're not free climbing. You probably yeah. would have you probably have bolt cutters. Yeah. Yeah. Lockpicks. Maybe. No, you just use bolt cutters. Well, I mean, like, if it's a door, then we couldn't... If it's a door, you are all strong enough to either kick it down or dissolve it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, the only thing that's going to stop you with physical force is, like, a vault door, and then Greg dissolves it. I'll eat it. Yeah. Um... I mean, for for myself, I probably packed some some first aid stuff, like bandages and... Yeah? I still... I I bleed while I'm on this plane, so... Yuri then probably has like some repair stuff for robo bodies. Yeah, like a few minor tools. Got electrical tape. Like... Yeah, a bit, a, of no, wire. Tape. a bit of wire. Yeah, a bit of forty-four mile tape. Uh, uh, hundred hour mile tape, and then like some WD forty. <laughs> That's all you need. Tape and grease. I'm good. Yeah. And then uh, I guess well, I've got my katana. Um, and then I don't think I don't know. We don't really need any like sleeping equipment other than like. Our yeah, mail. indeed. You're not going to yeah. benefit much from comfort. So you know what we'll do? We'll fuck it all up for this first run, and then we'll make a list of everything we'll we learn from the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's and fine. We'll bring it on the next one. That's fine. We're winning right, this. Well, you've got rope you know for sure, and you've yes, got yeah. your product placement materials. Oh, I guess we also have a bunch of Raider Aid too. Yeah, a few cans of Raider Aid. <laughs> that backpack. Yeah, probably got um, enough to do two promos. You probably—it's probably a Raider Aid backpack. <laughs> probably they made you one. It's a special—it's a special-made uh, Raider Aid backpack that can fit it's over a, it's Amriel's a, if wings. Do, if we do well, it's going to be sold as a special edition Amriel. Yeah, backpack. they're going to sell special edition Amriel backpacks for three hundred dollars a piece. Get, with oh. huge demon wings. Huge, okay, four hundred dollars a piece. They're gonna cost as much as an iPhone, uh. and maybe some one for the kids with just like little plush wings on them. Yeah, yeah. those those will only be two hundred. Uh. <laughs> yeah, cool, sweet. So you take a, you know, you start walking forward. Uh, it's pr- still pretty fucking wet and muddy. Well, not muddy, but you know, silty. Um, so long, corridor. You reckon that you're. You're definitely heading towards the Nile, because if you were heading south or west, you'd be heading towards the Nile and anywhere in between. So you must be under the Nile now. And Mm -hmm. then you um, step on something. I assume Amriel's leading the way because they got the big-ass sword. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a gladius is not huge, but it's... Glowing. Uh, you step on the f- and you feel the familiar crunch of a skull uh, underfoot in the mud. You've just crushed a skull. Oh, um, Amriel stops and uh, lowers her flaming sword so that she can see. Is this like a whole body or just the skull? Um. Well, it's a bone shard now. <laughs> like you step on it, it's now pushed into the mud, like and shattered. Okay. Like, there's, there's little bits of bone, um, but yeah, it does look like ju- like it was probably just a skull. You don't you sort of kick around in the mud, and you don't feel other bones or anything. Mm. The penitent man will pass. The penitent <laughs> man will pass. <laughs> it occurs to me if you went 
west, south, or east, you would hit Nile. The only place you could go and not hit Nile is north. Yep. Uh, is there anything wrong, Amriel? Just uh, a skull. I, I um, motion down to the fragments of bone. Hmm. One gets alarmingly used to the crunch of a skull under one's foot. Do humans ever routinely lose their endoskeletons? Uh, usually not. Usually oh. not. <laughs> then that is very disconcerting. Hmm. <laughs> Greg makes Thanks. a note to himself. <laughs> humans keep skeletons. Well, everyone with well. a head. <laughs> Be sure and hold on to it. Good. We continue on. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe the one, maybe the one who doesn't have a head to lose should lead the way. Amriel says. <laughs> oh, very well. <laughs> if it's some kind of Indiana Jones permanent man pass situation, <laughs> it's not going to take off Amriel's head. It's going to take off Amriel's bust. Because it would cut straight into your chest. Because you're right. so she's she's a big a big demon. I can I can afford to lose a head. I'll lead the way. I mean, I've had my chest like go on ahead. All right. Mm-hmm. Yuri's got his ghost <laughs> as he goes on ahead. How wide is this tunnel that we're in? Uh. Pretty narrow. You you basically have to walk single file. It doesn't seem like a main sort of entrance thing. Like it, it's not really the grand opening we were expecting of it. Maybe maybe we found a back door, or we're totally wrong. Yeah. Maybe we found a different piece. (laughs) Maybe we just found a well. That's that's what I've done. I've completely (laughs) wasted the first hour of my game. The history of the base, it was built by the Department of Public Works. <laughs> <laughs> to evacuate... The DPW. <laughs> um, after a while, you uh, do find, Yuri, more boats. Uh-huh. Uh, this mm. feels like... <laughs> it appears to be... Uh, you actually do see there's some kind of... I think it might have been a gun at some point. It looks like Rusty Bar <laughs> now. Um, and, uh, it's actually in pretty good condition because it's in silt, uh, and you find, uh, the rest of a body, um, wonderful, um, do you look um, at, does anyone look at this rusted gun? Uh, sure, I will. I'll just, like, pick it up out of the mud and then toss it into Greg's form. <laughs> Greg, do you disassemble and catalogue the gun? Uh, I will examine it first. All right. Uh, should I roll for that? Yeah, roll for it. Examine. All right. That is one of my track thingies. That is uh, plus a- five. I was about to say there is a difficulty to this, but you've passed because I only made it two. Um, this appears to be an 
older model of human weapon. Uh, it doesn't feature any composite parts uh, or um, or polycarbonates. Um, in fact, you suspect that it is primarily iron ore and perhaps at some point wood. It does seem like it had a had wood fittings at some point. Has Greg ever been taken to a museum? Um, yes. You suspect that this may be from the great human conflict known as World War Two. Ah. Hmm. An important part of Earthican history. Yes. Well, they're lucky that they could still keep track of them by numbers. But. Yes. Only their <laughs> second war. Wow, that's pretty good. They must yeah. be a peaceful they've, all, they've only had two. Uh, Greg relays. This one believes that this firearm was constructed and used during the period colloquially, colloquially uh, referred to as World War II. Hmm. War Actually, it's always World War E. World War E. <laughs> I mean, it's always written I I. He would probably. All assume. right, E. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh no, yeah. wait. He's super smart. He would know it's Roman numerals. Never mind. He would World know War it's Roman numerals. Into a museum. Hmm. Uh, um. How about the bones? Uh, Amriel is going to look at the bones. Are they? Are they like? Uh, scored or uh, have they been have they been uh, gnawed at by by teeth or anything of that? No, nature? they look like they've just been decaying away in the silt. So they're probably picked over by bugs. You'd need like a microscope to see that it was definitely bugs because bugs will leave markings and stuff on the teeth, on the bones. Uh, as you pick up one of the rib bones, you do feel a low level mystic force at play. On a rib bone specifically? It seems odd that you'd enchant your own rib bone. It's probably... It is from the left side of the body. So it could be that uh, the body had like some kind of charm hanging over the heart. Okay. But it's not is a very there... powerful charm. Is there a head? otherwise... You sus no, there is not a head. The other head that you crushed is this person's head. How far are we from that head? Like maybe twenty meters at most. A few that's, feet. If you, yeah, that's still that's still a long way for a head to go by itself. Right. Well, you know, there could have been, been a, there could unless, have been a kerfuffle. Unless someone bowled it down the hallway. <laughs> It is it's my possible that this was drier when that person's head was cut off yeah. or otherwise dismembered. Greg says, it is my understanding that human heads are not ambulatory on their own. Is that correct? Only in that one movie. Well, <laughs> then it is odd that this person's head is so far from their body. Hmm. Yes, quite odd. He got ahead of himself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Guess we missed the party, want... sir. Uh, I guess we should head on. Do you want to keep this gun? Uh, it is not functional anymore. 
It's not even in good enough condition that you could sell it to a museum. Uh, no, no, I don't have any sentimental ties to the the Second Great War, so uh, you can keep it, Greg. Oh, Greg By eats all it. means. Greg <laughs> eats the gun. <laughs> which he calls cataloging. <laughs> mm, yes, I shall use this blueprint later. Right. So you guys walk for a while. Um, the silt gets a little dry, a little drier, uh, and you do sort of realize that you're slowly curving. Um, Does it seem far enough that we've like passed out from under the Nile, or are we still under it? Probably. Uh, you think that you might actually be curving roughly with the Nile. Okay. Like under it or parallel to it? Under it. Okay. Um, okay. Um, you walk maybe a kilometer, unless you don't want to walk a kilometer. No, we want to keep going. No, until... You walk about a kilometer until you get to anything. Actually, it doesn't curve. It goes pretty much straight, I realize, now that I think about this. Sorry. It goes pretty much straight. It goes straight for a kilometer, and then the terrain around you changes. You get to a sort of... Um, it looks like it's a, almost like an antechamber or something. It's roughly square. Um, you have mentioned it now. Um, yeah, I just wanted to let you know. There's a... Um, yeah, it's sort of a rough room, and there's a few... Um, you see um, two more old corpses, uh, and as you move your torchlight, or your sword light, I suppose, into the room, uh, you see a, uh, door or wall of some kind, and there's uh, plants growing out of it. You know, like when grass grows or, or something grows, or a weed or something grows up through the cracks in concrete? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like that, except it's a mosaic of that over this wall, you're guessing. <coughs> and Is this creating... I'm oh, sorry. Sorry, go. You said it's like a mosaic. Is it creating a picture, or is it just a lot of... No, no, no. It's just there's a lot of little cracks. Okay. It's like these plants are ah, trying okay. gotcha. to break through this stone. Gotcha. Right. Smash it. Right. Boy, didn't you say there were doors? No, there's not, a, not oh, any just, door. Never mind. There were two other. There were two more bodies. They looked of a similar vintage to the last one. Can I can I taste their carbon to see if I can figure out how old they are? <laughs> uh, carbon dating works. Uh, has like, like has like a years. well no 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 carbon dating has like a the minimum the minimum it can date to is like. It's like a range of a thousand to like several um, yeah. several thousand. So like no. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be like, well, they're definitely possibly from the last. They died within yeah. the last 3,000 years. Yeah. Lucky you use different dating methods for things that are within the last thousand years. I can't remember yeah. what they're called, though. I think you use yeah it's other okay. things. Are they wearing clothes still? Um, no. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll say that um, there's a helmet, or rather, a parts of a helmet. Are there any insignia on the helmet? Uh, no, it's just okay. brown, rusted steel. Okay, just curious. Um, alright, so Amriel, Amriel, um, tells Greg and Yuri to stand back, and she says if, uh, a swarm of scarabs or, you know, uh, uh, tendrils of, of man-eating plants come and devour me, uh, avenge my death. I give you thumbs up. And then Amriel is going to rear back and, and try to punch her way through this wall. Alright, have a go. Alright, let's see. Yeah. Okay. Your uh, archetype, I assume, is magical being. Yes. Right. Good. Um, so that's plus four, Ascendant. All right. Uh, just let me roll. Also, uh, actually, am I at Ascendant? I might be at a higher tier. Just give me a second, sorry. <laughs> Is this wall godlike? Yeah, uh, there's only one higher tier, so Yeah, I'm gonna say that Toth is that Setmentoth is not godlike, at least in his wall design. So let's go <laughs> for opposed at same tier. Um oh, hang on, clear, there we go. What'd you get, sorry? I got plus four. I got plus three, damn it. <laughs> so, <laughs> you feel what of magical binding force behind this? Um, this wall is shitty stone held together with mystic binding, and you just managed to punch through it. Um... You almost hear sort of a sigh as the rock cracks open. Uh, and on the other side is this large, perfectly round, smooth stone room. It's um, about 10 meters across. And... It looks like there's... The part that you came through is was meant to be a door, but there's no mechanism around the inside. The, it was a smooth wall, so however it was moved must have been through magic. 
Uh, and you're standing in this circular room, and there's a very narrow gauge train track running out down a gently curving tunnel. Uh, it's pretty dark in here. Uh, and you see that at your at the entrance where you've come through, there's a lot of plants growing on the other side. Uh, small things like grasses and creeping vines. Um, you don't really know how they've been growing. There's no sunlight anywhere. There's no light sources anywhere except for you guys. Hmm. And this room is like... The walls are like featureless and that kind of thing. Like it's not otherwise. Yeah, decorated. they're pretty smooth uh, and featureless. It's almost like someone said, "Make me a circular room," and just evacuated all the space inside. Mm-hmm. And there's just a bunch of plants growing here. Um, only uh, near the what place where you entered. Yeah, oh, so just okay. outside of the door. Yeah. Um, are the smooth. plants? The plants aren't, like, reacting to us or, or behaving in any kind of a non-plant-like way other than growing in total <laughs> darkness. Yeah, other um, than growing in total darkness, yeah, they're fine. They do have a sort of a ghostly white colour to them, um, like when you, you know, cover up grass and it starts to die, mm. and it goes that sort of yellowy white, sort of that colour. Um, and there's only one exit out of the room, the railway track? Yeah. Um, there's nothing on the ground, really. You do see where the railway track ends in the middle of the room. There's a circle underneath it, and there's um, hieroglyphics and Greek letters. Um, can I read them? Yes, you can, because you have that super linguistic skill, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Uh, uh, so. yeah. All right, so I will roll. Where did I set? There we go. That is plus one. Great. You don't understand what this says. Like, you can read it, uh, and you understand the words, but it's like... It doesn't make any sense to you. It talks about, like, uh, place the box on the track uh, and it will be given the correct form. And it's just like, what does that mean? Uh, And then something about conveyance unto the holy place. Uh, I will, if if I bump it up to a plus three, would I get anything else? It's still... It's it's it's, like a riddle, kind of, sort of. It's not even a riddle. It's just that you don't have the context to understand what it means. Gotcha. Uh, Well, I will relay that information. Mm. Apparently, it speaks of some kind of box and a conveyor. Perhaps the the sorcerer had some kind of a magic rail car that would spawn instantaneously. Rail cars are sometimes boxes, you think to yourself. <laughs> um, they do resemble boxes in shape. But it could be that there was no hieroglyphic for rail car. 
Oh. Or ancient Greek phrase. <laughs> True. <laughs> I like shrug. Um, are we in the room or are we still at the door? You're in the room because uh, Greg would have had to have gone over to read yeah, that. Because it's flat the on the ground. The didn't eat us or anything as we walked over them. No, not at all. Cool. I'm going to go like scope down, like have a look down that tunnel. Just like from the, the entryway. Mm -hmm. um, it curves towards Cairo, basically. Which is what? South. Compass direction? South? South, more or less. And we're facing what? Like east, essentially? South, east, southeast. Right. Um. Do, does does anyone know what sort of box, or do either of you know what sort of box this is speaking of? Perhaps I could craft one? Yeah. I've got legs. I'm, but it I'm says, sorry. I mean, if you guys could describe adequately to him a rail car, a rail, <laughs> like a mine cart kind yep. of a thing, he could make one. Because it says it will be taken to the holy place. Perhaps there are multiple paths divergent from this? Mm. Could be. Um, so imagine a box on yes. top of two axles, each axle with two wheels that perfectly interface with these rails. Right. The wheels are made of metal. The box... Material doesn't matter so much as long as it's hot and strong enough. It doesn't even Maybe have to about be a box. It could just be a flat platform. Plate. Mm. Yeah. Right. Huh. Interesting. Essentially, uh, a I'm number sure. of wheels to be stable that interface with this rail. Yeah. All right. I'm going to try to craft a, uh, a an appropriate box. That is plus four. All right, it's going to take you I'm some time. Think. I'd say maybe let's go with an hour. So, oh, so I'll say I, it will take approximately an hour for me to craft an appropriate box. Do we wish to wait or just continue? Do you, have to, be, do you have to be stationary to craft things or you can craft things on the move? Um, it's like I mean, your workshop is your body. I can imagine I can craft things on the move, but someone would have to keep feeding me material. Yeah, because my, he's I, he's gonna have to transmute sandstone basically into uh, iron, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, no, I am my own <laughs> workspace, so I suppose it's mobile. But if I'm moving, I can't like pick up materials. Yeah. Also, you said it works kind of like a three D printer, so you would have to have like. Hmm. Someone would have to carry the, the bottom of the rail cart or push the bottom of the rail cart along. I don't think someone would have to carry it, but they definitely would have to push it because, like, far, I don't think Greg can, like, exert force on other objects. Yeah. I don't think so. Well, it would be contained within me, but eventually I think it would get too heavy for me to hold, so I would have to, like, put it on the ground and move and it. And then once it was on the ground, it would be staying where it was until you were done. Unless right. someone climbed inside of you was, and pushed yeah. it. Well, if, how about if, Greg, you construct that and then maybe one or both of us scout ahead for about half an hour and then turn back? So we have a little bit of an idea of what's coming up in the tunnel before we sure. head on. 
Sure. I'll, I'll, scout, a, I'll scout ahead, because I can fly. Okay. So I, I pick a part of the floor and start turning it into a rail cart. <clears throat> and I'll uh, keep watch over the tunnel we came through, I guess. Greg, are you just going to disassemble some of the sandstone either side of the railway track? Well, how wide is this room? Ten meters, and it's circular. Perfect circle. Oh, so, so, like, I'm going to go to the wall. And it's probably two meters high. So you're going to go to the wall and, like, load up and then move back and then... Well, no, I'm going to I'm gonna make it on the floor because uh, we've got two big, strong people that should hopefully be able to move a rail car. Um, and then... So, like, I'll, I'll make it next to the rail. I'm not going to add any more time if you're, like, going to the wall and then flying back. It's just... Is, is it... Oh, like, okay. you're going to take feedstock from an inconvenient part of the room or a convenient part of the room? No, Are well, you, then if, if... I'll just... Yeah, I'll just take from, like... I'm not going to take from the wall because I don't want anything to collapse. Hmm. I'm going to take from the floor next to the wall. And then, yeah, I'll move it back and forth. So, I'll you know, I'll make it on the cart, on the track, and then go back and get more, and, you know. Yeah, alright, fine. Forth like that. Someone uh, will come Ariel. in and be like, how come there's a two meter deep hole here? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so this wall, the next base raider in, like, 20 years, is like, I fucking understand <laughs> why this happened like this. What the fuck is going on? Just a perfectly rectangular hole. In a perfectly circular room. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Amriel, Amriel says, um, perhaps you should build the rail car away from the track because it seems like what this, what this circle of symbols says is that when we put the track, when we put the car on the track, it will go to the holy place. So as soon as whatever magical forces of nonsense govern the universe <laughs> decide that that's a rail car, we don't want it like taking off. And you've built, like, an axle. Ah, very good. And I will build it adjacent to the tracks. As long as you don't build it directly on top of the magic circle, you should be fine. And if you don't yeah. build it on the tracks, it's going to be a bitch to move. Oh. So, so I, just I'll build build it, it. I just build it slightly ahead of the magic circle on the tracks. And then and push it back. And then yeah. push it back when you're done. All right, okay, well, I'll do that. Yeah, to go into the logistics of building a magical rail car. <laughs> Abriel goes down the thing, and Yuri's standing guard, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. All right, so Abriel, make me that awareness. Um, alertness. Alertness, fuck. All right, let's see. Not my best skill. Get a positive. I got a plus one. There you go. Um, about ten minutes into your trip down this, you run into... It's very dry in this part, which is surprising, seeing as you must be pretty much under the Nile. Uh, you run into... And this is going to annoy the shit out of you all. A rail car. <laughs> <laughs> a little mine cart. Uh, it's, it's pretty much empty. It looks pretty... Modern, more. It looks, you know, like it was built within the last ten years or so. Um, Amriel sees it, and her shoulders slump, and she lets out an annoyed sigh, and she looks around, and she she's trying to decide if this is the holy place or any place <laughs> worth stopping. 
It looks like you're just on the track, so maybe... Maybe this stopped for some reason? Um, I guess I'll, I'll look around where the car stopped and see if there's like a secret door or like a, you know, anything remarkable. You don't find anything. You do find in the little minecart there's a few little plants growing. Um, again, without light, they look very sickly. Alright, well, if, if there's nothing interesting around here or in the cart, then Amriel um, gets a, get, walks around on the other side of it and starts pushing it back toward the room with her compatriots. Well, that takes another 30 minutes, because Jesus Christ, this thing is heavy. Now we've got two minecarts. Well, you've got one and a half. Is it? Is it really? Because I can. Uh, I've got. Um, it occurs to me uh, you probably have super strength. Yeah, I have might at ascendant tier. So yeah, at ascendant is probably not that heavy. It probably takes you like another ten minutes to get it back there. Um, as this is going on, all the board. Uh, just uh, so actually no the timing of that works better so you bring the cart back you two you other two see another minecart it looks a bit d dusty but apart from that looks like it's brand spanking new it's just been sitting here for a while Ooh. oh I like vault um, into it and then go choo choo all aboard found this down the uh, down the track to the Holy Land. Yeah. I suspect I've got an, the Holy Land just involves a minecart ride. I've got an idea. Um, mm -hmm. Do you want to... Uh, Fartman, do you want to build some kind of coupler so that we can chain these two together? Why do you even need I don't to? think we need to finish the other one. All right. Just disassemble oh. it. V very well. We can I leave see this a hardware one here. Break, but... There's there's wheels and axles and like an inch thin uh, box on top. Do you leave it there or disassemble it? Uh, I'm just gonna leave it there. Um, All right. That means Amriel, you, oh, wait, that wait, means you can't oh. get into the powered circle thing. Yeah, I was gonna say oh. Amriel picks it up off the track and carries it over to the hole where... Um, Do you lift with your knees or with your back? With my knees, of course. Okay. I, uh -huh, I, I never lift with my knees. It doesn't feel comfortable. Well, I know that's bad. There is that, uh, that, that, that uh, hernia you're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm not worried. According to the, the might trapping chart, uh, with, with uh, plus three and ascendant, I can lift 250 tons <laughs> yeah, you could have just kicked that thing back. <laughs> All right. So you know, you guys probably don't even need the powered circle. Uh, so you push it into the powered circle, and it sort of starts to glow, and the cart kind of rattles, and you hear the rushing of a river but you don't see any water or anything and then the cart slowly starts to roll back down the tunnel and starts to accelerate gently over time and just as you just as you pass the threshold into the tunnel 
you see light coming from uh, the walkway, uh, the tunnel that you took to get into here, and that space, that hole you broke open, you see, like, torchlight, uh, like someone else is coming, and then you pass beyond the veil, and you start to accelerate away. Damn it, and we left them part of a rail car. Now they only have to finish it. They've, wait, got wait. The, they've got the wheel, two axles, and a plate to connect them. Like, they could go with that. You have a giant flaming sword. Just break the tracks. That's a great plan. Behind us. That's a great plan. <laughs> you should do that. We don't know what kind of uh, what kind of magical protections are on this place, so let's not. Or if the tracks are required to power this car. All right. Magic is not uh, Greg's strong suit. No. <laughs> uh, so you accelerate down this thing. You start to notice that you're going pretty damn fast, but because it's been a very gentle acceleration, it's. Quite pleasant. Uh, the little hovering orb things are having trouble keeping up with your pace, in fact. The cameras and stuff. Um, hopefully no, your body cams... Well, that would actually be bad if they stopped being able to follow you because there's going to be a lot of dead footage. <laughs> but like, why didn't you take one of them with you? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'm going to, like, hunker down and, like, lean into the corners. <laughs> yeah. Straight yeah, Greg is very down, deep down in the, uh, in the carts. You get into that, uh, bobsled. Uh, Amriel, Amriel lets out a terrifying, uh, demon warrior y- y- yop. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, and then you start to notice you're decelerating pretty quickly. Um, it's not as gentle as the takeoff, uh, and you stop in a, you actually, you probably went down for part of that, and you must be deeper underground now, but you're, uh, would have been about a, I don't know, 20 minute trip, you think, maybe less, um, and you're in this large, circular room, much larger than before, and there's a bunch of different tracks, and you see a bunch of boxes and stuff around you, some old, some recent-ish, like last 20 to 30 years, but it's like most... Like boxes or other rail cars? Like crates and things. <laughs> um, okay. This looks like almost like a train stockyard, except of minecart-sized carts. And there's, like, a bunch of stuff down here. It looks like there's some bullet holes. Um, yeah. But for the most part, it's like a train yard. A miniature, minecart-sized train yard. Now, should we go back and tamper with the tracks to stop us from being followed? Uh, do we need to continue on? Isn't there isn't just more tracks leading out from here? Cool. There are more tracks leading out from here, but you do see uh, towards... You're sort of... The tracks sort of end maybe midway into the room, and then right in the centre, there's 
uh, quadruple spiraling staircase. Hmm. Does it go up or down? Well, staircases go in two directions, but it go. I know what you mean. It goes up. Okay. <laughs> when I started responding to that, I'm like, it goes both ways, and then I'm like, I, oh, I, it passes through the top floor. It doesn't pass through the bottom. Passes yeah. through the roof is what he means. Yes, it is. All right. So for for ways to go, we've got up the stairs. There are other or trucks leading up off. Up the stairs or D twenty uh, train tracks. Where's my? Is there D20. any way for us to send our cart back down the track? Give it a slight nudge backwards. Oh, is there like another magic circle for it to go through? Yeah, you've pretty much stopped at another magic circle. That could go badly. Go really badly. Yes. We don't want well, to kill either. anyone. That's illegal. We weren't killing them. We were sending it back. You're so not allowed to intentionally kill slaughter. someone. We're exactly. sending it back so that they can uh, they can follow. <coughs> you don't know who might have been coming down that tunnel. There's arguments to be made. <coughs> that's the point. Yeah, that's true. We don't necessarily know uh, the words. Yes, the moral the argument of Endangering the lives <laughs> of our competitors. Exactly. It could, that could have been random townspeople coming down there. There's no rules that say you're not allowed to murder <laughs> townspeople. Or maybe some sort of security system. Yes. Right. Well, Amriel is all about the dirty, underhanded tricks, so she is going to do that. <laughs> what? No. Unless someone stops her. Yuri, you're yeah, trying to I stop the demon. <coughs> I'm like, no, and Amriel's like, uh, excuse me, it just brushes me off. Like, Amriel, no! Amriel, yes! <laughs> Greg doesn't really I suggest, have one way or the I would other. suggest that we wait and then ambush them because then we guarantee they're incapacitated. Fair enough. But wouldn't that make us more culpable if something goes wrong? If we well, intentionally kill them. Yes, which we wouldn't. Right? I mean, right. I guess right. not. Right. That Whereas if we... Uh -huh. Well, if, if, if we send the cart down and then it, we don't really know what happens... We may get to the end of this base and find ourselves that we still have another team in here uh, that we don't have know where they are. Whereas now we know they're presumably approaching quite shortly after us. Why don't we just wait a moment, see who arrives, and then deal with it then? Hmm. Um, how with big is the, is the magic circle? Like slightly larger than a um, manhole cover. So could we, like, if Amriel could Amriel conceivably pick up our cart and put it down on the other side of the circle? For sure. All right. Yeah, I will do if that. We do that. I could fuse it to the tracks. Uh huh. It would not cause a large collision, but it would most definitely uh, derail whoever is coming next. Good idea. Go for it. I'm going to say that you do that. All right. So any I, of that requires a roll. 
I fuse the the wheels after after Amriel moves it. Greg fuses the wheels to the track, so it's stationary and built into the tracks. Um, or before before we do that, my my thinking was, if we can carry it to the other side of the magic circle, um, I can push it in when we see them approaching, and they'll be able to see it coming. You know, they'll so they'll jump and scatter. Or they're going to jump and scatter when they see it on the track. Yeah. Or we could just go up the stairs and seal them behind us so they can't get through. There's a bunch, there's a hundred different things you could do. Yes. I think we seal it to the track and then wait for them to arrive. Fair enough. All right. So we seal it to the track. Do you guys poke around this rail yard? Oh, yes. Uh, Yeah, I will take a look in some of the boxes. Uh, there's a lot of um, canned food that has probably gone bad. Um, you see Vintage. some cases <laughs> of things that uh, were probably also food at one point and are now our putrid sludge. Um, you see an old uh, case of wine. You find uh, some chemicals. Um you find a case of Emma. <laughs> Is there uh, writing on any of the boxes? Yeah, it's in uh, Arabic, uh, oh. English, and or German. Ah, oh, okay. Are you German? Is it just yeah. like labeling what's in what the contents? Pretty much. <laughs> uh, okay. Some of them, they like, you know, Property of various divisions of the military and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Which uh, military? Uh, there's some British supplies here and some uh, German Nazi supplies here. Ah. The Wehrmacht. Yeah. The right. Nazis this and the Nazis that. The Wehrmacht so... with a W. Oh! <gasps> Our 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 good friend Setman Thoth was sabotaging the British and the Germans, it seems, stealing their supplies. Not only that, he was sabotaging the British and the Germans and also being supplied by the British to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. We do not have deception like that on my world. Clouds don't lie to each other? Oh, there's only the one cloud. It is very difficult for one to lie to oneself. It's like really? That's not, that's not the way it is for humans at all. <laughs> humans are great <laughs> at lying to themselves. <laughs> Interesting. Human culture continues to surprise this one. Why with the walls? Always with yeah. the walls. So many walls. They even have walls in their minds, you now hear. <laughs> <laughs> what is with the fetishization of these walls? <sighs> it just stops you from being able to blow where you please. <laughs> <laughs> um, exactly. So, yeah, I guess we're going to... Hunkered down. Da- oh, um, should this one create more traps? Um, 
could this could that one perhaps weave a fine net around the door? This one finds a net. There's nets all over this place. All right, so yeah, we can set it up. I'll I'll anchor the nets to the wall in strategic places. It's also a case of um, submachine guns that you find. That's kind of fun. Are they in working order? They were packed for transport, so yes, they would be in working order. Uh, well, Greg does not have the hands required to use a submachine gun. But uh, Amriel, Amriel has a badass flaming sword that she uses in, instead of a machine gun, so she's you've cool. Never, you've, never, you've never played Warhammer 40k? You don't want to have a submachine gun in one hand and a chainsaw in the other? <laughs> <laughs> a submachine gun that fires rounds the size of 20-gauge shells? Loaded I with mean, explosives and holy water. Damn. What I was thinking was uh, weakening the floor next to uh, where we set up the, the 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 cart. So when they came through, if they jumped off, they would fall. Basically, like a tiger trap. Hmm. I mean, that's all possible. You've been discussing. You've, you've, you know, you set up your first trap, then you did the net thing, and you've been discussing other traps you could do for a few minutes now. And this, you know, no one's come down the road yet, and time draws on. Perhaps like, we should. They continue. still, they still haven't come down the track. Yeah, uh, this one thinks that we should continue up the stairs and le and seal the way behind us so that they cannot follow. But we also have these other uh, 20 or so tracks we could explore down. Um, does Do things kind of slope towards this room, the tracks? Effectively. It looks like this is a central hub, and the writing said, we'll take you to the holy place. Ah, is there any okay. other writing on the other tracks that like might say where they go? They basically say, take you to name of town that is no longer a real town or doesn't exist or okay. is called something else now or is Cairo. <laughs> other towns or Cairo. Um, right, so basically, we're, you know, we're in the central. All roads lead here. Mm. All roads no. lead to Sepmentoth's train Holy station, land. apparently. Yeah. Oh. So I think I think we should head up the stairs. Okay. Agreed. Let's do it. You head up the stairs, and you uh, find yourself in a. It almost looks like a entertainment parlor it's like a room where you would greet guests except it's all stone walls and it's got decorations from a variety of eras like you see a roman bust and a fresco and you also see some uh, egyptian carvings and you see a like medieval knight statue, uh, ex uh, and an Ottoman warrior <laughs> statue, and you see like some uh, British 
are paintings from the 18th century and and some African tribal art, West African tribal art. This is like, what the fuck is going on in this room? And there's a bar, a bar that probably none of you can drink. <laughs> um, can I seal the floor behind us? So. Sure. Uh, Emriel, you might be able to drink. I don't know. Did you get out of heaven before God was all like, nah, no drinking? Um, even if she didn't, she probably wouldn't care. Well, you know, he has ways of making you spit into a shot glass. Well, that's only if you're still an angel and you give a shit what he says. Oh, good. You All right, cool. Do I have to roll to you. seal the floor? You'll hit me with what, a Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I won't make you wrong. So I just, I just continue the floor over the hole. Unless, does the staircase keep going up to another floor? Or does it stop here? No, it doesn't. Okay. So I just, I just seal the floor. So Is that going to take I, long? I don't know. Long enough for you to look around this room. Okay. At least it'll it slow down if anyone follows us this way. It's not a large room. Um, it's like the kind of entertainment space you'd see in a large-ish British house, but there's no doors out of this room oh. that you can see. Well, then I won't seal the floor because it looks like we might be going back out. Mm, maybe. Or magic. Or magic. Mm. All right. I seal the floor because they're looking around. I don't see that there are no doors, so I seal the yeah. floor. Also, you're not used to having to look for doors. You come from a people that oh, are baffled right. by walls. <laughs> um, it wouldn't occur to you to even build a building with only one entrance. Yeah. Or to build a building. Or to build a building. I'm going to search around to try and find any other entries or magical circles, I guess. Sure, make me alertness checks, I guess. Um, I'm, I'm going specific, to specifically look for magic, so can I use my arcana skill? It doesn't really matter. It's I just, will allow uh, you to use your arcana skill. Go for it. I get four effects for alertness. Nice. Okay. I get nothing, plus zero. Nice. So you rolled a negative then? I got a I, my, my skill is plus one, and I rolled plus minus minus blank. Nice. Um, so, um, where do you both start looking? I assume you're looking in different areas because you're not idiots. I'm going to, like, yeah. circle around the edges, I guess. So right. I'm just looking for doors. And while, really? um, um, I guess if he, if he's checking the edges, Amriel's going to check around the middle of the room, look, look more at the objects and stuff. All right. Um, as you search around the edge of the room, Yuri, you circle around behind the bar, and you see that there's a little trap door behind mm -hmm. the bar. It's not hidden or anything. It's probably yep. just, you know, a way to get to another part of the, you know, an escape hatch of some kind. Um, it does look like it is a jar. It is, you know, not closed properly. Um, oh, I lift it up and have a peek in. 
Yeah, it, um, you don't see much in there. It seems to go to somewhere else. Do you keep searching around? Uh, yeah, does it just, like, go, like, you drop into it and then it tunnels off in a direction, essentially? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not very, it couldn't be, and it couldn't be the intended way out of this room. It's got to be an emergency escape kind of thing. Yep. Um, but I'll, yeah, I'll keep searching around. As you search so, around, you um, mm-hmm. find like a tapestry on the wall. And it strikes you as interesting because it's got a lot of um, it's got like um, sarcophagi and depicted on it. And mm-hmm. then like there's these people coming out of them and attacking a bunch of folks. Nice. And then... Um, Mummies. It seems to be blowing slightly. Like it, it's it keeps sort of lifting mildly off the wall. Mm-hmm. Like there's a breeze coming from behind it. Yeah, and as you move it aside, there's a completely out of place hexagon, perfect hexagon stone right behind it. Like there's all these square stone shapes like this room wasn't the magically let's just remove stone this was made by hand with stone walls and right between where a bunch of the irregular stone blocks meet and join there's a hexagon Mm -hmm. a perfect stone hexagon i um give a whistle to amriel and just like point at this hexagon I say, magic, assumedly. <laughs> do Great you look at it with your magic eyes? I sure do. You don't need to roll. You can tell <sighs> that it's got magic coming off of it. Magic. And then I'm like, hang on. I feel... This, wait, is is the, the tapestry depicting, like, a bunch of sarcophagi attacking town? Like, what's the, like, is it in a town? Or There's is it in a, a circular it, room? There's a <laughs> bunch of, um, they look like, uh, peasants or something. And as, uh, the sarcophagi open, the peasants sort of fall to their knees and surrender. Right. And the sarcophagi are just, like, standing in a field, or? It's not clear. They're just general. Oh, right, right. Yeah. yeah they're just there. They don't they're really there. normally they open up structures that things are inside of in Egyptian art, if they're even inside of things. Yeah, are so yeah, it's that kind of like Egyptian... Are they in here? Uh, you don't see any sarcophagi. Hmm. Well, that's... That's good. <laughs> well, I guess, yeah, okay, you check that out, and then uh, we'll just be ready for the army of mummies to attack. So this, this hexagon, oh. is it like a pressure plate or a button of some kind? Is, it just is looks there... like a, pe- a hexagon piece of stone. It doesn't. It's set into the wall at a seam. Magic. You can't tell if it's a pressure plate or not without pressing it. Brisket right. for the biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> if right. it is a pressure plate, it's recessed. Okay. Uh, Amriel is going to apply some pressure. See if it... You press on it and nothing happens. And then after, you know, you press on it again and then it sort of 
it like almost jars. It's clearly not been pressed for a while, and then your hand sort of slides in, and then it starts to pull back from you slowly, and then the bricks that make up this part of the wall start to pull away, and the tapestry uh, sort of um, folds away to a speck of nothing. This is very over-the-top magic. (laughs) This is like Harry Potter make a grand entrance magic. This is not a practical use uh, of mana. Someone has been like, I've got to show off how badass I am as a sorcerer to people that enter my house. Brilliant. Like, this doesn't need to be magic. It could have just been a a door that slides down or to the side. Somebody decided to make it a wall that rebuilds itself. Great, we're breaking into a showboating wizard's house. Mm Mm-hmm. The best kind. Yeah, does it open? Yeah, there's a long corridor. I give a small applause. (sighs) You know, my mistress would have had him killed just for this. But who's your mistress? Well, my previous mistress. She's she's Ah. gone now. Where did she go? Where all the other super superpowers went, uh, who, who knows? Ah, uh, well, we should probably follow this corridor. That would seem like the most likely cause of action. It looks perfectly straight. I think to myself, dubiously. <laughs> um, Amriel will lead. She still got her Gladius manifested, so. Amriel, you as you walk down this long corridor, it's probably like a hundred meters. You, it looks straight. It must be curving, though. It's got to be. Like there's something about the sensation of walking forward down it that you feel like you're being pushed to one side constantly, even though you're not touching anything. Okay. So. There's some magical trick of geometry where this looks, and an optical illusion, where this looks straight but is curving. (laughs) So it's sort of wrapping itself around the room you just exited. Hmm. Interesting. It's hard for Yuri to detect and... Without any kind of, like, inertia. And I would say that it's impossible for... Um, Greg to perceive, but Amriel, as an ancient demon with mild magical sense, can sort of feel it. Like, if I keep going, will I eventually come back to the the hole where the tapestry was? Like, Uh, you keep keep going and you come to another room. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because if the point had been to just. Like, it's using magic to get to make this curve work. If the point was to get you to go straight back to the start point, you just fold space at the end of the hallway so that you end up back at the beginning. Yeah. Like, that's not the way you would do that magic trick. All right. Mm. Gotcha. Um, what's the new room? Uh, the new room is a large, ornate... It's almost like a um, temple 
or court room, like a noble court. Uh, there's pillars, and at the far end, there's a raised platform with staircases. Um, and between the pillars, like the room continues slightly beyond the pillars that are lining this. But bet- strung up between them are these thin, wispy, just barely see-through um, cloths. They're sort of a blackish smoke color. If you've if you've ever seen Kingdom of Heaven, you probably know the kind of cloth I'm describing. Mm, um, but I yeah, don't think I have. well, yeah, it's this. It's a cloth that exists. I don't know the name of it, but yeah, it's like this. It's like if smoke was turned into sheets of fabric. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Gosma like. Mm, mm. Yeah. Uh, there's stuff beyond beyond them, but you can't really see them, and they line uh, these pillars and direct your attention towards this raised platform at the far end. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, once once Amriel gets into the next room, she kind of stumbles, and she turns back to Greg and Yuri, and she says, "There was some kind of illusion fuckery on that corridor." What do you mean? Well, it it appeared to be perfectly straight, but walking it, I kept ending up t- pushed to one side as if it were gently curving. Hmm. And I couldn't quite perceive it with my mind, with my senses. I don't know. Why, Why would one construct something like that? To disorient, I think, maybe. Conserve space. (laughs) Well, if the worst that this base has in terms of defenses is mildly disorienting corridors, (laughs) I think we're good. Yeah. (laughs) Do Uh, you walk towards this raised platform? It looks like there's something Oh, yeah, it's treasure. Oh, yeah, definitely. As you say, uh, if the worst it's got is disorientating corridors... Then we should be fine and step towards the thing. You feel, you hear like a sighing uh, that turns into an almost howling wind. The corridor behind you disappears. <laughs> I kind uh, of like finish saying that, and then like this kicks off, and I like shrug, and I'm like, oh. You had to open your mouth. <laughs> yeah, mouth open. Finn is, Finn is genre aware and he wanted to make this episode good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you from the book. And the howling sort of starts turning into this sort of a murmuring. Uh, and the cloth strung up between the pillars sort of blows inwards towards where you guys are walking. Are there a bunch of sarcophagi under the cloths? You can't quite tell. There might be. Oh. There's something on the other side in the space. Oh. Between. Yeah, because the columns line the room. If the mm. if the cloth wasn't there, you'd be able to see the walls beyond. Uh, I'm gonna float over to one of the walls and look what's under the cloth. You float over towards the cloth. <laughs> Do you just sort of push through it because you're gas? Well, you said they're like fluttering, right? Yeah, they're fluttering, but they're, like, solidly strung up, so it's like a cloth wall. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, it is billowing. 
you, can I yeah, like you can... slide under it and then come sure, up on the I'd other say. side? You slide under it, and as you form up, you perceive something standing in front of you. It's clad in uh, thin strips of cloth and uh, sort of a reptilian skin, uh, but there's also uh, metallic components. Uh, you think you detect gold? Uh, and as it's sort of... I don't know how your perception works... You Neither sort of. Do this is humanoid <laughs> shaped. It's a humanoid wrapped in thin strips of cloth, uh, some kind of reptilian leather, and gold. I... It's like, wait, it's made of gold? It has gold in it. And then you, okay. it sort of resolves and you realize this is a person that is wrapped in strips of cloth. Has gold armor on, and uh, underneath the gold armor is crocodile leather. Like, really thick, hardy crocodile leather. Not like, like look at my excellent purse. Like, look at one of the earliest forms of armor known to man. Okay, so they're wearing the crocodile leather. It's not like they're yeah. seeing... They are okay. not crocodile people. Okay, they are not crocodile people. Because you guys did not say it is inhabited by crocodile men. By like crocodile mummies. But that would have been good, though. That would have been Mummified crocodiles? That would have been kind of cool. We missed that opportunity. <laughs> uh, is it doing anything, or is it just chilling there? It's standing there looking at, looking at a lightning gas. Oh, and then oh. you see it draw... Uh, I'm trying... I don't think it would have a copesh. I'm not a hundred percent sure, though. It might have a sword. Like well, it'd be cooler. A kopesh would be kind of cool, but I feel like kopesh is a nope. The first entry that comes up is kopesh. It draws a kopesh. <laughs> I'm gonna have to Google that now. Uh, spelled K H O P E S H. They are very similar to the Dothraki swords. Ah, yes, they are. Like a kind Game of, of Thrones. Yep. Except that a kopesh is actually a lot smaller than that. It's more the size of a knife. Okay. Um, um, same as a... Fuck, what are they called? There's a German word. It's very similar. A coppice. A coppice. I said German. I meant to say Greek. A coppice is a... Another thing that is described as a sword and is actually like the size of a knife because of the limitations of metallurgy from the time mm -hmm. period. A um, typical kopesh is 50 to 60 centimeters. Yeah. That's that's sword line. That's two feet. Yeah. That's, that's short sword. It's decent. They, they, the ones on Game of Thrones look far more impressive than the ones yes. in real life. <laughs> But they're cool because uh, their lineage, their lineage is, um, their lineage is axe as opposed to knife. Whereas most is this Bronze Age Egyptian or Iron Age Egyptian? They're made out of gold. You can tell that. Oh wow! Okay. Um, the yeah. pedestal at the end of the room. Mm -hmm. Can we see it clearly from here? Yeah, it's more like a stone table than a pedestal. Okay. Does it have anything on it? Um, you can't... It's got stuff on it for sure. You can't make out what it is because of it's up a bunch of stairs at the end. Okay. It's a raised platform and then there's like, you know, a holy dais on top. Sweet. 
I'm gonna like pull my katana and then leg it that way. Sweet. You pull your katana and start legging it. Uh, to the holy dais. I'm the going to attack you, Greg. Uh, this yeah, thing growls and it it moves with surprising agility for a thing that seems to be full of necrotic flesh. Uh, and it swings this curving axe sword through your form. I have no idea if that would have any effect on you. I have a immunity to uh, physical damage. <laughs> Great. It just sort of <laughs> cleaves through you. Which I think does... It, it has like a, a penalty to it or something. Mm. I have a minor invulnerability to physical damage. Minor invulnerability. If you want, I will open the book and look that up. Uh, improves your defenses against the narrow category of attacks. Um... Upgrading well, no, it's the effective a, it's, power it's a tier wide, of your defense. It's a, it's a broad... It upgrades a, the power tier of your defense, okay. Yeah, a minor runability provides a two-tier upgrade from mundane to superhuman, extraordinary to ascendant, superhuman to godlike, and so on. Cool. That's not the button I want. Okay, so well, this, major, this is the question I had from last tier. time. Yeah. I have no idea what my defenses are. I think it's whatever you roll. Like if you're if you're gonna dodge, your defense is your dodge. Um, if you're gonna it's like just, resist, then it's yeah. like resist damage. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. If you're if you just gonna endure it, that's resist. Mm, I don't have that. I do have dodge. So all right. So perhaps you scoot out of the way. Oh dear. All right, maybe uh, that roll. I'm gonna I'm gonna say these guys are superhuman. Uh, so that puts... So how does my resistance work with that? Then? So it makes your defense two tiers higher than it is currently. So we'd be the... So if your, def, if your, if your dodge is my, a normal dodge yeah, skill... Mundane. Yeah, so that means that it gets to superhuman. So we're on the same tier for our roll. Gotcha, so just roll plus this. Yeah, we're just rolling flat, and I need, I'm like, where is my thing to do this? That's right, I have a whole other window for it. Uh, I am at plus two. I am at plus two. Hmm. Hmm. You dodge, but you don't get away. That's fine. Does he? Does he cut the curtain open behind me? Um. Sure. Why not? The curtain falls to the ground, and then all the other curtains fall to the ground. As a I was. Bunch yeah, I was. <laughs> of the army of mummies. Step out of sarcophagi and starts walking towards you all. Uh, Finn, I believe you're probably halfway to the pedestal thing by now. Legging up the stairs. Uh, sure. Make me an athletics roll just to see how quickly you get there. Amriel. Um, Amriel is probably waiting toward the base of the stairs, you know, because one of her companions went off. Uh, to slide under a under a billowing uh, gossamer uh, cloth, and the other one just took off up a flight of stairs. So she was waiting to see what happened. Um, she's going to. You see all these mummies heading towards you. She is going to um, try to intercept some of them that are heading for. Um, 
uh, Yuri. All right. So you take a few, st- you know, a few bounds towards the stairs. Uh, how are you going on those stairs, Yuri? I got two effect. All right, nice. So you get to the top, and there's just a, there's like an altar with just a bunch of stuff on it. There's bones and rotten fruit and vegetables and little jars of chemicals and stuff. You see what looks like Egyptian artifacts, and you think that might be it's just a random piece of wood there. Not hmm. sure what's going on with that. And you have no idea what the fuck you're looking at. <laughs> None of it looks valuable. Except <laughs> maybe the Egyptian relics. Much more boring than I was expecting. <laughs> Is there anything else up here? I, am I just like, did the room like essentially come up to this level, or am I like on a tall sort of pyramid? You're on a the the, the it's like a like it's a very large roofed tall roofed room mm-hmm. this is uh probably halfway up the wall uh and it's just flat bunch of staircase heads up like it's yep. like an amphitheater almost except straight line um yep. yeah and then is there is there any like openings doorways and stuff there's a chair up here. It's very. It's like a wooden throne, but it's it's not doesn't have any back to it. It's a U shaped chair, basically. Um, there's just a bunch of stuff on this altar. I'm sh- you, like, it must have significance, but you don't know what. Yeah, I'm just gonna like. I think I'm just gonna like sweep it all off, like smash it all off the desk, and then jump onto the altar. Great! You sweep a bunch of stuff. You see some. You see a Garbage. kind of jar shatter, and you're like, "Oh, that's probably worth some money." <laughs> Gross. Uh, there's a foul odor that comes out of it. Uh, Emriel, uh, you want to murder some mummies? Yeah. All right. Hell cut yeah. down. Make me a cut down some mummies roll. All right. Um, let's see. I'm at superhuman tier for my flaming gladius. So we're rolling on even keel here. Alright. So that puts me at plus four. Describe to me your attack. (laughs) Um, Amriel, is is one of these things coming at her specifically, or are they all just focusing? They're all sort of walking towards the... just they were first. They just started walking into the middle of the room, and then you sort of moved towards the stairs. So they're sort of there's a few of them clumping around you as they take getting their bearings. They seem like, you know, angry drunks, <laughs> been woken up. They're not happy. They've got um, well, if anyone, if if one of them, if if a bunch of them come towards her, uh, she. Uh, takes her gladius and and uses it for its intended purpose. She goes stabby stabby. Alright, you do a couple of quick stabs as they sort of catch fire. Um, What tier was that attack at? Ascended? Uh, No, the sword isn't superhuman, uh, but because of my my might trapping, it has weapon 2, I think. So it does, like, more damage or whatever. Yeah, weapon weapon three because it's three tiers above mundane. Hmm. 
So if my uh, if my plus four beats their defense, then Let's they find take, out. They have they superhuman the, defense. Uh, they take the shifts in damage plus three. Nice. Damn. Wow. I rolled three. I got a three plus three. All right. Um, so since I get, a, I rolled a plus four. You beat. Uh, Beat them, so that's good. So, so they, um, would, whichever one I'm attacking, takes one one shift of damage plus three, so four four damage total. Nice. Well, you, you know, shove your sword into it and then pull it out, and it's like, Rah! It drops its copus and is like grabbing at its chest. You see it like patting its chest to try and put out the flames. Rah! Ah! Oh my God! The uh, the human being part of me is is so like oh, that's terrible to be on fire from the inside and not being able to put yourself out. <laughs> they're full but of the demon, sawdust. Yeah, the demon doesn't give a shit. <laughs> She she kicks it over toward uh, some of the other mummies that are advancing on her. They sort of grab it and also start trying to put it out. They seem to have some kind of connection to one another. Is that one dead? Uh, again? Um, eh, it's not dead. It's it is re- incapacitated. Okay. It's the con- it has the consequence on fire from the inside. <laughs> Are there any um, uh, things in this room that we can use? The things that you write on a piece of paper and stick down in fates? Um, aspects? Ah, yes. You know, the entire base of the game that I couldn't remember the word for. <laughs> um, yeah. There's, uh, this whole base has the scene aspect, has the aspect magical geometry. Uh, things are not necessarily the shape they appear. Okay. How many mummies are there? There are 50, 16, 16, 16 seems like a good number. That's a lot of mummies. A lot uh, of mummies. Can I look around the room for some way to deactivate the mummies? Sure. Uh, I mean, I'm the other thing to remember is you comprehend all Earthican languages. Oh, Try yeah. Uh, I'm going to say in ancient Egyptian, um, please stop attacking us. Do you, do you want to focus on a specific era? Um, New kingdom, old kingdom, middle kingdom, what are we going for? You can just uh, run through them. <laughs> could I make, uh, could I make a information check with my super scientist to see if I can figure out, like, based on their clothing and armor and whatnot, what period they would be from? 
Sure, go for it. You've studied Earth architecture and probably looked at ancient Egyptian architecture on the lead-up to this mission. Yeah, uh, that's plus four. Nice. Um, well, that's nice and confusing. They have, This building is like Old Kingdom, and their armor is Middle Kingdom, and uh, that writing that was on all of the tracks and shit was New Kingdom. So... Uh, I'm gonna go with perfect. I'm gonna go with Middle Kingdom for for that. I'll I'll start with Middle Kingdom. All right. What do you say? Please stop attacking us. I ju- I just say, uh, please stop attacking us. He basically replies with, "Hey man, you got your job, I got mine," and then he swings the uh, copesh through you. Okay, that's fair. What do you do? Uh, I will dodge out of the way if he's swinging at me. Right. It's it is literally that kind of affectation the way he says it's too. It's like he doesn't feel he doesn't feel particularly passionate about defending this place. He's just like, hey man, it's a living. Yeah. <laughs> but Middle Kingdom was right then. He's speaking Middle Kingdom Egyptian. He understands Middle Kingdom and he responds to in Middle Kingdom to you. Yeah. Good enough. I apologize to my hard to any hardcore Egyptian fans. I'm just remembering year eight ancient Egyptian. As, as I'm dodging him, can I ask what are you protecting here? Uh, yeah, make me the your dodge roll, and I'll make his attack. All right. Plus two. Ooh, nice. I also got a plus two. I like how this is going. <laughs> this guy and I just keep dancing. Yeah, you sort of shift out of the way and he takes a few stump, stumbling steps towards you. like, look, man, I have to protect Setman Toth's power chamber, all right? This is an important magical nexus and you people can't be stealing the magical energies, all right? I've had enough of you British folk and your dang... What are you? Why are you gas? What is this? <laughs> I am not British. No, I, I say I say in English. Amriel, can you siphon magical energy? <laughs> He's like no. British person. <laughs> no, but I can apparently light mummies on fire from the inside. <laughs> you hear some of the other mummies saying something in response. Can I? Um, okay, this is this is not going to go well. Uh, I am going to try to lie to him. Oh man! All right, have a, have Set, a crack at that. Seven Thoth sent us to check on things. Classic. <laughs> go I for that. Do not have the deceit skill. This will so be good. Rolling at base. Well. I mean, to be fair, he doesn't have superhuman perceived lies. Okay, well, I got a plus one. All right. This is fucking ridiculous. I got a plus one. What the fuck? I I will use... I'm going to use my signature aspect, then, smartest cloud in the room, uh, to to convince him to to put more emphasis in my my speech. So that would bump me up to a plus three. You know that if you sell this, uh, it's got to work. Exactly. Like, hmm. You, you don't have any of the normal physical human tells. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. 
You hear him shout something in Egyptian, and the others sort of stop. And they sort of, they're standing around menacingly. Uh, as they just barely managed to put out the fire on one of them. Um, he's like, Setman, how did, how did Setman Hoth contact you? Magic. <laughs> right. Did he leave instruction before he departed? Or did he contact you recently? Uh, can I make... I do have empathy. Would that be... Uh, let me double-check the skill list to see if that would be like reading people. Yeah, Pretty that's sure. what that is. That's what okay. empathy normally is in role-playing games. Yeah, insight, initiative. Okay, so can I can I like make an insight check on him to see what... If I can maybe figure out what the answer he's looking for is? Go for it. Plus one. You can tell. I will give you this. Okay. One of one of those both of those answers, if you repeated either one of them to him, mm -hmm. would make you a liar. You ah. can tell that much. He hasn't mentioned out loud the one that is the true way he could have contacted you. It's a trick ah. question. So, so he asked if he left us instructions, or what was the other one he said? Uh, or he contacted you recently. Um, the implication being that, like, he met you in the per in the flesh, oh, or, like, oh, or, or or phoned you, oh, or whatever. Neither. He sent us a message from beyond the pale. Mm. 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 You right. can't tell, but I'm smiling. <laughs> all, right. all right all right all right all right you're gonna you can you translate into british for your friends oh yes absolutely uh all right we apparently you have been sent here by setmentoff after he contacted you from beyond i tell them i have told the mummies that we were set here by setman thoth and they believe it the suckers. <laughs> <laughs> now, personally, I could give two shits. You know, this is the way I. This is this is my role in life. I understand. Uh, I've got to be here. This is my job. You know, I get peaceful. I get to sleep as much as I want. Live for all eternity. And all I have to do is occasionally stab people. I, I, uh, I, 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 I can't make, I can't make this call. We're gonna have to bump this up. We're gonna have to bump this along the chain. So I'm gonna take you. Take to, us to the manager. Yeah, take you to my foreman. Oh, uh, the mummy is going to take us to his his foreman. <laughs> And for that, <laughs> all right. He's standing well. on the pedestal at the top of the stairs. However, uh, just uh, do, do you have a name? 
Oh, fuck, make me make up another ancient Egyptian name. I should have thought about this in advance of this entire game, shouldn't I? Mm. No. Never, uh, never, underestimate, ugh, never underestimate the player's facility for negotiating with... How come apparently have... now you're all courteous at asking people's names? <laughs> um, Send the minecart back. Hey, mommy, what's your name? Egyptian... <laughs> I, j- I pulled up a list of names. Let's see. Uh... I kind of wanted famous Egyptian warriors, but that'll work. Oh, all right. Or how? Uh, how about the magician? Dead, really, dead lion? Dead lion? Yeah. This isn't what I want at all. Um. Click on ancient Egypt just in general. Maybe something will come up. Den. There is a pharaoh named Den. <laughs> Den? He's not a pharaoh. Well, he's I just mean, he could have been named after him. He's named after the pharaoh Den. It was a first dynasty pharaoh. It could have been named after sure, him. Sure. His name is Den. D-E-N. Nice and easy. I'm, I'm Den. Better than Jediftah. That would have been fun for you all. Yeah. Uh, come with me. Mm, thank you, Den. But uh, Setmanthoth did warn us that there could be others trying to uh, break into this place. So your friends here should be on the lookout for them. All right, all right, all right. He starts shouting commands like, "All right, we're going to form up into a blah da 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 formation. <laughs> going to get our bast formation on, and then I want you guys to perform a crocodile maneuver down the stairs." <laughs> Uh, but none of that, none of that Ibis shit, alright? Nobody's gonna go off and break into Ibis maneuvers, alright? No one wants that. Uh. Tower's still on fire, boss. Should we, should we put him out? <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Put him out and then send him on his, do you guys have any water? He says to the cloud. Oh, uh. Amriel, do you have any water? <laughs> Pour Raiderade on it! <laughs> <laughs> I yes. have grapefruit-flavored Raiderade. <laughs> yeah, whatever that is. How do I open this vessel? Oh, uh, uh, Amriel, could you douse that, mummy? Yeah, she she takes she shrugs, takes out a, a container of... A can of Amriel of, uh, of Raiderade. It's a one-liter can. <laughs> yeah, she's she's wasting the grapefruit stuff on this. Good. Oh no! She she oh. pops the uh, pops the top and and pours it over the mummy. Why does it burn more? <laughs> <laughs> grapefruit Raiderade dousing burning mummy must be the worst smell ever. <laughs> uh, I'm betting Amriel smelled worse. That's probably what hell smells like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you put out the and he stands up uh, and then Den's like alright I need you to go down to the other uh, I need you to head down to the uh, scroll room and wake the boys in there send them down the train station oh, I guess he would say box room <laughs> <laughs> Down to the box station. 
Yeah, send them down to the box warehouse <laughs> where the moving boxes are kept. The land boats. The land boats. Uh, well, they travel along steel rivers, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, and you need to hold that space. So they peel off and... And then get trapped by the fucking floor you sealed shut. <laughs> oh, they don't get trapped. They just can't get through. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, I guess, I guess we <laughs> can't pull the like, water. Everybody, let's hit the bar. <laughs> I love being awake when the bar is stopped. It's the best, best, uh, best kind of century. <laughs> um, so Den leads you three, along with two other guards. Uh up to the back of the stairs, back of the raised platform, uh, and then the uh, he's like, "Why did you sweep everything off? You broke that beautiful." <laughs> kind of like sweep it out of the way. I'm just like, "What? What stuff?" Hmm? Hmm. <clears throat> One of you needs to sit on this chair. Actually, on yeah, that works. You sit on the chair, <laughs> and it sort of sinks down a bit. Uh, and then, uh, the two other guards step up, and they sort of press on the wall behind, uh, and it, uh, turns to sand and falls to the ground. He's like, alright, come with me. Oh. Uh, he, he wants us to follow. Alright. Alright, we will follow behind. If the worst this base has is disorienting corridors... Amriel, uh, is it possible for someone to contact us from beyond the grave? Hello, I wave at you. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, well, if anyone asks, I told this uh, man here, named his name is Den, uh, that that is how Setman Thoth contacted us from beyond the grave. He tried to trick me with a clever question, but I saw through his ruse. Hmm. Sure. Very good. Very good, fart man. All right, this is uh, this is Hepsit's room here, his his office now. He he probably won't have awoken yet, so he might be a bit disorientated. But do we really need to bother him? Yeah, we gotta we gotta check. He knows. He knows when Toth and Setman's awake. He'll know. <laughs> ah, is there a problem, Greg? No, no, this is his boss that wants us to... He knows when Setmanthoth is awake. This corridor that you've come down is a very behind the scenesy. Like, it's a very plain corridor, and there's just wooden doors. He pushes open a wooden door, and inside um, is a sarcophagus that is choked in plant life. It's like, ah... Den remarks. There's still no light sources in these corridors? Uh, yeah, no, there's no light sources. That's mm -hmm. a bit unusual. Oh, well. He steps up to the uh, sarcophagus and tries to pull it open, and then the whole top of it busts open, and Den gets squashed against the wall. Everyone make me dodge checks to get out of the way. Uh, 
I have that. Oh. All right, I rolled it before. Of course I have it. I've got one effect, mundane. Nice. I got plus three at mundane. Nice. Emrail? Um, hang on, I'm looking to see... Although it's my... physical damage, so I guess that gets bumped up to superhuman? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, either way, plus three. You know what? Um, I don't have any dodge skills, so I'm just going to use my stress capacity trapping on my demon warrior to stand there and take it like... <laughs> <laughs> take it like a demon warrior. The, yes. the door slams, the, the, the sarcophagus's top slams into Den, and he starts, and then it sort of clips your shoulder, and you just sort of roll your shoulder with it, and then Den is squashed against the uh, corridor outside. The other two guards are like, what? And then you see this seven-foot-tall uh, gold... <laughs> clad warrior with two uh with a spear in one hand and a copper in the other step out and there's plants growing in its chest and there's like flowers coming out from underneath its eyes and you see like vines dangling out of its mouth uh, I yell in the Middle Egyptian to the guards outside, your foreman has been possessed by angry plant life. Oh, yeah? Okay. Ah, uh, cool. Sweet. Do we kill him? Yes. Okay. What are you guys going to do as this thing throws a spear at Yuri? No. Oh. Uh, uh, no. I'm going to try and <laughs> parry it. Yeah, I'm going to try and, like, cut it in midair with my katana. That is so uh, Shadow of Mordor. <laughs> yeah. Ba -ba -ba -ba. I get zero. <laughs> mundane. None of mundane. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that hits you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have, do you have armor? Uh, I got one health armor from my samurai armor. All right. Um, I'm going to say you have the cons consequence spear in my armor. <laughs> spear? Uh, spear in your armor. It's okay. embedded into a piece of your armor and you can't pull it out and that can replace your hungover consequence. <laughs> nice. Um, nice. Well, so he's wearing gold armor from like head to foot. Pretty much, it's like a headpiece, and there's some kind of um, sort of scale armor torso. And the uh, you, the bare flat scales as opposed to. Like, it's more like. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Too hard to describe lid, to you. Yeah. The lid of the sarcophagus exploded. That was what we were dodging. Yeah, he basically pushed it out in front of him as he was awoken. Okay. He's pissed. And no longer in full control of himself. What's, uh, what, what, what's, what's the situation with his feet like? 
He's got sandals on. <laughs> like, does he have armor on his legs? Not really. It's not a big thing. <laughs> yeah. But he's wrapped in bandages? Oh, yeah. He's a mummy. Uh, so, Greg is going to congeal around uh, this giant mummy's legs. Uh, and I'm going to use my crafting to like solidify the bandages on his knees so he can't bend them and then falls over. All right. I'm going to say that, that might you could do that pretty quickly. However, so, uh, I have my thing has a drawback delay, so it's going to take me an extra turn. Ah, okay. Alright, well, make your roll. There's no real uh, oppose to that. Okie doke. But there is a tier to it. There's a, a difficulty, rather. Oh, okay. Because I'm at... That's at ascendant tier. That skill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a difficulty. I got... Cancel that. Plus two. That is enough. Okay. So it'll take two turns to take effect there. Yeah, so he keeps walking towards... Now he's walking towards Embryo, I guess. This coppish. Uh, and you see plants start to sort of come out of his wrist and solidify around his hand. They're sort of growing into like a big knot. So he has like vine-wrapped fist. He's got like a plant boxing glove on now. Uh, as he walks towards Emriel, uh, and um, he takes a swing. All right. Uh, Emriel is going to try to duck out of the way, or no, she doesn't have any dodge. We just established that. So, yeah, yep. she's going <laughs> to stand there and take it like a boss. Can you parry uh, with your sword? I can, actually, yes. Yeah. I can parry plus unusual. All right. Um, if only he was hitting you with his plant hand, you might set him on fire. So she's going to parry his punch, or whatever he's doing, with her... Swinging at you with the coppers. Oh, good. I got a one. Uh, I also got a one. I'm gonna nice. spend a I'm going to spend a fate point and invoke my... Um, I'm going to invoke my uh, Hell's Fury Unleashed, because this is pissing her off. Fucking mummies, fucking plant guys. Right. Uh, so you parry, uh, and his coppers, uh, you know, sort of slides off your blade, and he sort of stumbles as his feet are solidifying. Yuri, you've got a spear in your chest, mate. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> are the other mummies doing anything? They are forming up in rank behind you. Gotcha. <laughs> Good. Um, I do have a spear in my chest. Is it a huge problem? It I mean, it's will, a minor problem. It will become a problem depending on what you do and when <laughs> I invoke it. Yeah. Um, I think I might... Oh, uh, yeah, I don't have... I might try and cut off his... Um, vine hand. Alright. Might try and lunge forward and just try and like cut that fist off. Go for it. Bum, 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 bum. Better. Two. Monday. Nice. Uh, yeah, you... Double-handed, overhead, trying to come down on his arm. You slice off his vine fist and then he sort of tries to 
shout something. Uh, it is at this point that you notice this room is covered in plants. You thought it was just the sarcophagi before, but you realize that was due to poor lighting. There are plants and vines and things all over the place. And you see these little pods open. Uh, and then these little... Uh, they look like flowers, but they buzz like a swarm of angry hornets. Huh. Uh, and they start to fly towards you, Yuri. Um, and I am gonna make a roll against you. Do you have defense? I will try and dodge. You get surrounded by a swarm of wasp flowers. I rolled plus two. Okay. Um, I rolled better. Four. Nice. Four. Monday dodge. You managed to move out of the way as the swarm of wasp flowers uh, swarms past you and has to, you know, bank left. I'm just going to, like, leap out the door. Nice. <laughs> Two guards are like, don't worry, man, we'll, 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 we'll back you up. We'll back you playing. <laughs> you can't understand what, the, what these Egyptians are saying. Um, Greg, uh, you're still solidifying. Yep. Cool. Do you Ooh. say anything to the others? Uh, I am trying to... Change the material in his knees so he will fall down and be easier to stab. Amriel? I'm going to go with the direct approach. Uh, his, her, his sarcophagus, is it st upright or was it like he, he was reclining in it? It was upright for the most part. All right, in that case. Leaning against a wall. Amriel is going to shoulder check him back into it. All right, make me a shoulder, make me a linebacker roll. Alright, um... And I'm gonna say resistance. Right. At... At... Where's my book? He is at extraordinary for this resistance. Alright, I'm gonna use my... Hmm. Hmm. Can I use Demon Warrior if it doesn't have the strike trapping? Are you trying to use physical force, maybe? Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. I'm just... Yeah, because you're not going to do damage to him, necessarily. I will allow it. You're not punching on. Yeah. Alright. Oh, good. I rolled minus minus again. Uh, so I'm at plus one at Ascendant. Oh, that's a descendant? Alright, so... Yeah. Did you roll a d6? Oh, no, I did not. Hang on. Because you're a level above him. Alright. Um, one, two, three, one. Roll. Because I got um, a negative one. <laughs> okay. Um, I got a five. Nice. Yeah, you push him back into the thing, and then you see little plants sort of growing towards you. They haven't grabbed you yet, obviously, because okay. that'll be my next roll. <laughs> um, so I, my, my demon warrior uh, skill has impact, so I can declare a fragile aspect on him or me, 
uh, or the scene when uh, I obtained spin on a demon warrior roll. A fragile aspect on the wall behind you could be quite dramatic. Uh, all right. So, I, like, I would he would plow right through it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, a fragile fragile aspect just means we we can invoke it once before it goes away, or somebody yeah, has to invoke yeah, it was, in the next. Uh, in the next I, un- round. I understood that it was one a one use aspect, but I think it would. Seeing as it's like you know physical force or impact, rather, it'd be cool if you like slammed him into the wall, and then like we could have the aspect on the wall, uh, another crack in the wall, a nice play on that song. Yeah, Instead of brick, it's crack. All right, um, I'm just trying to think like how would you use a a crack in the wall to your advantage? You then throw well, him through, through the wall. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Okay. So um, he's gonna. He's now immobile because uh, Greg's action has completed. So his he knees can't, don't work. Yeah, he can't move from where he is. So then your next action can be to like kick him through the wall. All right. Uh, so uh, Yuri, what are you doing? The. <laughs> uh... Backing out the door while a swarm Sp- of hornet flowers. God dang hornet flowers. Who came up with that crazy idea? Me, <laughs> just a moment ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to... I don't know what to do about these hornet flowers. If only you had, like, flamethrower breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, only you were like... the dragon of the west. I know what we need to upgrade your armor with. Um, I think I might try and yank the spear out of my chest and then, like, hurl it at, um, the foreman. That's a good way to try and counteract your, uh, consequence. Yeah. Go for it. Um, sh- uh, should I do separate checks for the two, or what do, you, what do you think? Yeah, I think that this turn will be pulled the spear out, seeing as it's a consequence. Yep. Um... I don't know what's relevant for pulling spear um, out. Any kind of... I'd allow athletics. Athletics or resolve, I guess. No, I'm not physical. It's not like physically hurting me there. Yeah, athletics. Pulling it from my chest. I'm going to invoke your, invoke oh. your consequence. Spear in my, in my spear arm. Spear in your arm. It's really uh-huh. hard to pull out, so that's like a minus one when I invoke against. Is that right, Ryan? Who has um, run fate? I I forget exactly. I thought um, it gives him a fate point when you invoke. Uh, yeah, yeah, it does. But I I, I I don't think I don't think he rolls. I think it's just an automatic failure. Like you can't. Oh, okay. Wait, what does it say here in? Ba, 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 ba. Invoke on asp. It'll be on asp. It's a, it's a compel. Because you're yes, a very compel, rather. Uh, an aspect works to your disadvantage. Um, let's do there. Uh, external compel. Uh, invoke compel. Um, obeying the nature. As a GM, you offer a fate point and suggest that the aspect you're compelling should complicate their life right now. Oh, okay. And if they accept the fate point, it happens. Yeah. 
Yes, that makes more sense. So I will give you a fate point if you just can't fucking pull this spear out. It's just too too in. It's too in there. Uh... By all means, say no. No, it's not too in there. Uh, no, I think I'll refuse. You can escalate, though. I'm not going <laughs> to escalate. Uh, I'm going to refuse because I don't need the fake point, and I want this spear out. All right. Also, like, I got a, I got a like four, five. I got five effects. Oh, nice. Yeah, you yank that spear out, and you don't so much throw it the way you'd normally throw a spear. I'd say you sort of throw it like a throwing stick, so end over end. Uh-huh. Uh, and it scatters the wasp flowers. They Excellent. They sort of... That gives, you know, they'll take a moment to regroup. And Amriel. Uh, actually, no. And Boss Guy. And Hapsut. Uh, he can't move, but you're right next but to him. But does he know that? That's true, he doesn't know that. Uh, as you are sort of, you know, pushed him into the thing, and his little dude thingies, his little tendrils are coming out at you, he sort of goes... Uh, and a bunch of vines vomit up out of his mouth and surge up out of his chest. Um, so I am going to make a in grappling vine thing roll. Could, could, could it end up in your favor? Let's see how this plays out for you. What do you do All to right. defend yourself, Amriel? Um, I still have my flaming sword out, and I'm going to parry plus unusual. I'll hold that gladius up and uh, <laughs> slice away those vines. You just sort of to... rake it down your chest. Right. Which is good, vines because I got negative two. All right. <laughs> so, so roll up And you're a tier above them. Then you're a tier above, so you replace one of those with a D6. Um, am I? Uh, my sword is it superhuman? Oh, in that case, same tier because the oh, oh, vines are superhuman. Yeah. Um, yeah. Plus four. <laughs> yeah, you 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 uh, succeed at all, and so you succeed quite well. <laughs> and you just do a quick sort of fan maneuver, cut all the vines off. Uh, does, it, does Ryan get some kind of positive aspect because he beat him by like five? I get spin, but I don't know what happens right. when you get spin on a defense roll. Yeah, I don't think that you get to do anything cool on the defense roll. I mean, I that defense in of itself is pretty cool. Indeed. He yeah, has just... effectively made those vines a non-issue for the rest of the fight. Like, he's not going to regrow them through the flames. Can I just look super badass and, like, charge forward and kick him through that wall? Well, you're already pretty much right on top of him, but sure, go for it. It's your turn. All right. Um, spin kick. Spin kick. Let's see. Uh, I'm I'm a tier above him, right, with my uh, demon skill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it he's yeah. It depends on what you're doing, but yes, I think in this yeah. instance you are a tier above him. All right. Alright, I he get... Was, yeah, he was mundane for that resistance that he rolled before, which is where you're getting the tier above him thing from. Yeah. 
Um, I am at plus six, and if I invoke that uh, another crack in the wall aspect, that brings it up to plus eight. Jesus. Yeah, you kick him through that fucking wall, and um, I will say uh, you guys can have a free invoke of the magical geometry aspect. What is on the other side of this wall? Mm. Uh, places that have been mentioned are Setman Toth's power chamber and the scroll room. Uh-huh. Um, you could also make up a room. I mean, I think Setman Toth's power chamber sounds cool. Yeah, that does so sound does really the cool. Scroll room. The scroll room sounds valuable. Yeah, mm. I think let's let's go for the power chamber because I feel like the fight in the scroll room will not go well for the scroll room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, power chamber. I was really I was really tempted to say it's another sound stage where they're filming a song and dance number. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, another sound stage? What was yeah, the first? I would I would kick him through it. It would be like a Blazing Saddles type of thing. Where, oh, you know, oh, okay. Yeah, we went from the Egyptian movie to... Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. kick him through and it's uh, it's not the base Raiders set. It's, uh, you know, Monsters of the Week. There's my fucking insane time travel <laughs> cultist. Like, see? See, it's real! <laughs> we all just run through and continue into Set Mythos Power Chamber. <laughs> All right, so you kick him through into Sepmentoth's power chamber. Um, he, you know, lies there. Uh, and there's all these glowing... The room starts to pulsate with energy, and there's these, like, glowing um, glyphs and things all over it, and they're sort of pulsating through blue to gold gold uh and they're getting a lot more violent in their glowing you see like water coming down through like streams into collection chambers around the room seven collection chambers or and then the water flows into very small channels towards the center of the room and in the center is a um a stone pedestal in a uh, octagonal shape, and on it is a talisman of some kind. Uh, is Mummy Guy dead? Mummy Guy is out of fight. You could execute Mummy Guy if you so wish. Eh, that's Amriel's thing. <laughs> um, yeah, Amriel's not uh, feeling particularly uh, merciful, so um, hmm. what would be worse, executing the mummy or leaving him to his eternal vigil? Well, well they I mean, chill with their eternal vigil. Yeah, yeah. they kind of liked it. Uh, and she's into it. Cat brain now. Yeah, so she she uh, Coup de grace him as she walks past with her flaming sword. Nice. Uh, Greg turns. So those other two mummies are still in the hall, right? The other two mummies are like, ah! and run. Oh, uh, um, they ran away? Yeah, they run away. Damn. I was going to try to conscript them. Oh, well. <laughs> I would like 
to, okay, so I threw a stick at the swarm of bees. I would like to take a moment to just like, while they're slightly distracted, just like leap through them to chase after the others. Yeah, you chase after the others. Screaming, bees! (laughs) (laughs) Not the bees! Not the bees! They're in my eyes! Uh, is there a Nicolas Cage fiasco? <laughs> but everyone's different Nicolas Cage character. We could Every probably fiasco. write one. That would be pretty good. Alex, we could probably write one with all the terrible Nicolas Cage movies we've watched. So many. All right. So well, terrible Nicolas Cage for another time because we're running ten minutes over. Uh, yeah. We'll table that. Uh, yeah, you're in the power chamber. Um, it's. Almost blindingly golden. It probably isn't too happy that you broke its wall. Uh, There's an amulet, you said? Yes, there's an amulet on a pedestal in the middle, and there's water flowing into this room. Like You said there's seven collectors? There's seven water collectors, and the pedestal is octagonal. Can I make like some kind of knowledge check to see if I recognize any significance to seven pedestals and another octagonal? Go for it. Seven collectors and a yeah. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Wow, I rolled all blanks, but that puts me at plus three. Nice. Um, Well, it's seven probably because there needs to be an entrance to the room. Ah. Okay, so you're guessing so, that bl- you're guessing that blank wall is another one of those trick walls that this place has. So the room is octagonal too. Uh, the room is round. Oh, it's just that it's divided by these water channels. Ah, uh, okay. Um, so essentially, our objective in base rating is to neutralize the base. Yeah, to make it safe to enter. You've already... How do we know when we've done it? The run ends, basically. Yeah, but what indicates? Does, like, do the cameras, like, flash, or... No, no. What indicates it is you go back to, like, the place you entered and say, we have neutralized the base over the comms or whatever. Right. What if we just neutralized the base? Like, so the mummies aren't going to attack us... Yeah, that's fine. If it's neutralized just for you, that it that counts. Okay, okay. Because you can like, if it's like a high tech base, you might get in and hack the computers and then set your team as safe and everyone right. else as enemies. Yeah. Okay, so that so it, okay, that's what I was asking. Yeah. Cool. Um, so the power chamber does not seem to be too happy that we ent- that we broke through one of its walls. Uh, is it making? Is anything happening, or are we just like? It's just- Almost blinding you, pretty much. Um, I'm sure it'll be delighted if we take that amulet. You could yeah. carry out. Do you sense so any from that amulet? <laughs> I'm gonna go and just take the amulet. Yeah. Alrighty. You grab the amulet. Uh, a text box uh, pops up that says, "Would you like to become another character?" Y slash N. Yeah. You pick up the amulet. The room stops glowing, uh, and Abriel stands perfectly still, petrified, in the middle of the room. Uh, Abriel, 
<laughs> Emriel, uh, you see a ancient-looking Egyptian man, and then they're not an ancient-looking Egyptian man. They look actually kind of foreign. You see, like a British guy. You see, like a Roman, je- uh, a Roman priest or senator of some kind. Um, you see an Asian-looking gentleman, um, and then you see an Egyptian-looking dude. Uh, is like you are not technically allowed to hold this power. I don't think we can work with you. Mm. I mean, we can give it a shot. I mean, you clearly you made it through. Uh, I just I don't know. I don't know if this will play well. Question. Can I sell the amulet to someone who may or may not be worthy of wielding this power? You could ask Setman Toth, who's sort of a vision in you. No, 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 I I do. That's what I. If they're telling me Uh, I'm not. I'd prefer you didn't, to be honest. Um. You know, I'd rather stay here and wait. Uh, I was pretty, you know, we're, we're charged up, but, you know. Yeah, I I am I am bound to be incapable of harming the people of Egypt, well, the kingdom of Egypt, uh, and those that are children of it. I, I also, I also must protect them. And I can't actually possess someone who is born of Egypt. Not that you are. It's more that you're a demon. I don't think. I understand. The metaphysics are fuzzy. Yeah, it could. It, could, it might not play well. You know, I don't want your god getting angry at my gods. Yeah, I can you know? see how that would be a, a bit of a kerfuffle. Yeah, I'm... They probably don't get along already. Uh, yeah, he uh, he does not get along. He does not play well with others. He's got that, he, just, uh, he, does, that whole, he doesn't play well, is what I heard. That whole uh, false idols thing. Oh, the thing I hate. Oh, always hated this since I was woken to discover it. What's with the saying that we enslaved a bunch of his chosen people? That never happened. Who's this Moses guy? That guy was never here. What the fuck is going on with that? I was present at the time. That didn't happen. Say one thing for And then I wake up like a thousand years later, and we've got this whole new racial enemy. Say one thing for him. He's got a he's got good PR people. And you yeah, need damn a, good PR. That's taught like it's actual history. You need you need a villain in any story, and they found a villain, boy. They found so many villains. Anyway, you know, I'd appreciate it if you put me on the pedestal. Guessing you're gonna steal a bunch of my shit. You look like the kind. <laughs> yep, that's that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Could. Could I make a request? You can request all you want, friend. All right. There's a there's a there's a treasure room here. Take 
take the whole bunch. But if you could, if you could only take the scrolls of which there are multiple copies from the scroll room, I'd really like to not have to travel the world collecting my knowledge back up again when I come back round. So just take duplicate scrolls, you know, and don't don't touch the ones of which there's only one copy. Uh, just would make. I'd really like to not have to have a vendetta against you when well, I come back. That well, would be... as, as, as one seemingly eternal being to another, I, I don't want to go around making enemies. So I think um, uh, Yuri has one of those, uh, what, what do you call it, uh, cell phones? Yeah, they, they've had little cameras. You can just take pictures. I know camera. I don't know cell. I know phone. A cell is like... Biology, though. I don't know. I don't know. I know phone. I don't know how a phone could have a camera. Oh, they, they've got them. It's, it's a, a new era of magical wonders and of technology. So if we see any scrolls that we, you know, we'll, we'll leave you the, the singletons and, and just take pictures. All right, cool. I, I do have a question. Do you know if that asshole Dr. Knox made it out? Um... Would he have been carrying a gun? Uh, he normally had a revolver. Was that the kind of gun that the skeleton had? No, it was like a World no. War II rifle. Okay, so then I, I don't know. I was going to say, I, I think I might have stepped on his skull on the way in, but... Yeah. No, it was a different guy. That asshole, you know. My, my last... My last... Vessel had a bit of a beef with him, you know. Oh, well. if you could, you know, make sure a foreigner wanders down into this place unprotected, that'd be great. Preferably one with magical aptitude, but not one that is as powerful as, you know, like a eternal sorcerer. Something in between the two. Hey, I'll, I'll do my best. Yeah, wonderful, thanks. All right, well, I will allow you to place me down now. You feel like you have control of your body. Okay. Um, can I place it down in my backpack? <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, Amriel, like, drops that in a pocket of her bag, and she just goes... Yeah, you might not want to like make direct physical contact with that. There's a there's an angry eternal sorcerer. Seems to have, his soul's maybe trapped in there. I I don't know. I didn't get his whole life story. It is technically a curse. He is technically <laughs> cursed, but he oh. has learned to enjoy it. That's the unfortunate for him. Yeah, inconvenient. Yeah. You didn't start anything there. I, I don't think so, but I mean, I'm going to put this out there. I mean, you two are eventually going to die, I presume. Um, I don't really know the rules anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. I hope to one day rejoin my Gestalt cloud. I suppose that when that happens, my individuality would die, and huh, I had never considered the possibility of mortality before. Okay, Thank you for well, giving me something to think of. Thank you for well, teaching the... Uh, the cloud to fear death. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, Yuri, as as another potentially eternal being, do you feel comfortable making an enemy who is also uh, an all powerful sorcerer, extremely long lived, and yes, probably a very powerful sorcerer? Uh, I'm mostly into this job, you know. All right. So, as good as we are at base rating, which is good. I don't feel like it's going to set us up for eternity once we're done. Mm. I mean, hey, nothing exploded this time. Mm. Yeah. So yes. far. Well, we still so have far, a problem. We so still far, have we've had no catastrophic problems. Uh, As you say, nothing exploded so far. <laughs> you hear a low rumbling of an explosion in the distance. Uh, <laughs> does anyone look at their watch? Oh, no. Does anyone have any time <laughs> keeping? Have a watch. <laughs> yeah. Does Yuri have yeah. a, a, a clock? Yuri has a cell phone. Do I have a cell phone on me? You Who might call. No one down here. You wouldn't have reception. <laughs> but still, there are other reasons. There are other reasons to carry a cell phone with you. You know, besides making calls, like you can take take yeah, pictures. Maybe Yuri listens yeah. to podcasts. Right. Sometimes. <laughs> I like my music. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's about 6 a.m. Okay. Um, and I, I rephrase. Uh, none of our team has exploded this time. <laughs> I, 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 my personal vote would be not making an everlasting enemy. All right. So in that case, uh, Amriel takes, uh, takes the amulet out of her bag and puts it back on the pedestal. <laughs> You hear like a whoo sound. <laughs> From the room around us. Yeah. Maybe she doesn't she doesn't like directly handle it. She just got she gets like a pencil or something and <laughs> just like tips it out. Yeah. Get some chopsticks. <laughs> Alright. Uh, yeah, I would say that you guys have successfully cleared this. You've managed to convince the mummies that you're you're all right. Uh, yeah, there's the treasure room, which is full of shit ton of like ancient Egyptian artifacts. Oh, uh, take it off. That's pretty good. Yeah, we're uh, taking that. Yeah, there's a lot of wealth in that. Uh, however, a snag occurs. There's nothing of... There's no valuable materials that make up the base. Which means you're gonna have to split the treasure room with Raiderade. Mm. The right. official contract is half of everything in the base. And oh, it's just, not like... Right, it's and not it's, like the walls are made out of and super... Yeah, their walls are not super tech shit, and there's not a bunch of super base stuff. It's all shit from the 1940s or older. So, the only stuff here worth anything are it's the valuables. Are the valuables? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the scrolls are worth a lot to the underground, the magical underground. They're not so much worth a bunch to you personally, because none of you are wizards. Uh. Oh, they're all magic scrolls. They're pretty. They're all like you know the kind of things you'd expect at the Library of Alexandria if the Library of Alexandria existed in a world where magic was real. Mm. Gotcha. So there's some magic, and then a lot of it's just 
historical record. The other, the other parts of the Trojan War series, which includes the Odyssey and the Iliad. There's five. There's meant to be five books in that series, and the only two that survive in our world are the Odyssey and the Iliad. Oh. Yeah, there's like three others. I imagine things like that. That's I'm about to think that essentially, like, <laughs> we have our That's car. Su- that is super valuable. Those other three Brand books. <laughs> you read all the scrolls. Do you read yes. like flit reads? Uh, <laughs> I think I think Greg uh like put like envelops the scrolls and just kind of like feels where the ink is and how it like correlate so he just kind of he doesn't have to yeah so yes he reads like flit reads he reads like flit and deadpool not deadpool uh the other guy the one who's blind daredevil daredevil that's how daredevil reads read the fucking thickness of the ink yeah basically he just uh yeah so he just sort of scans them all through osmosis great you guys have got a lot of hole Shit. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm imagining it's like we all, it's like out, a shot of us like all pulling back into home base with our car and our car is just like has a bunch of like gold Egyptian thrones and stuff like strapped to the roof. Well, yeah, so that explosion was the true survivors who were searching around um what is the name of that place? Um searching around uh, Desuk they finally thought they found what they were looking for, and they blew a hole into it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then they dropped into the base, and then you goes, we cleared it, we cleared it! It's like, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the, we did clear it. Okay, cool. And the... Uh, and TKS is, like, trying to decide if they're gonna, you know, blow a hole through this sealed wall to come up underneath <laughs> you, or drill... Or what? <laughs> and they hear an explosion. It's like, well, shit. And they huh. turn to camera and say, are we done? Can we stop? <laughs> We've got scrolls. Uh, I don't think we really have enough time to do um, the base generation for next week. So we'll probably just do that on chat. Yep. All right. Sounds okay. good. Sounds good. Because that, uh, I should determine your hall though. Uh, where is loot rules? There we go. Loot rules. Bulk, sorry. Loot points. Every 10 points of loot is worth one skill point. Bulk. The rules are streamlined. Blah, 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 blah. That's how much you can carry. I don't know. How much loot is reasonable? <laughs> you want to work Maybe you can figure that out between. Billion. Yeah. The usual yeah. amount. Yeah, the usual amount. <laughs> 726. <laughs> how, many skill point, how many skill points do you start? did you guys start 25. with again? 25, yeah. yeah. I'll say that you get um, 50 bulk each, so that should give you 5 skill points. Okay. And how yeah. do we spend those? <sighs> Spending skill points gained from loot. Character goals. A character can spend skill points gained from loot at a one-to-one ratio to fulfill goals. Uh, resources. The character can improve in their resources skill with the wealth trapping. 
It's on page 194 as well. Power mm-hmm. interactions, basically you can add um, new trappings to strange skills and stuff. Okay. Oh, interesting. So you have five skills worth of stuff, because I don't think that there's anything in the base that you guys want to keep. No, no, not especially. Probably didn't not. Really, you guys didn't really generate a base that would have stuff that was useful for you yeah. this time. Although I still would like to convince the mummies to work for me. It's not going to happen. They cannot leave the <laughs> building. They are cursed to service. They, they also have a sweet, cushy curse like Setmentoth. Yeah, yeah, that's Setmentoth true. Setmentoth who tried to conquer Egypt, and then they were like... You will never harm another person born of the Egyptian kingdom. Sweet. And you will live forever. That's fantastic. I hate you. That's terrible. And then he like wakes up a hundred years later. He's like, well, actually. <laughs> Come to <laughs> think just, of it. That just means I can invade everywhere else. And as long as I don't use an army made up of actual Egyptians, I've just got to use foreign mercenaries. Oh, that's I why he was s- using the British and the Germans. I can march yeah. them off to war as much as I like. Yeah, so he can't possess somebody from that was born in Egypt. Um, even if they are not necessarily an Egyptian citizen, if they were born on Egyptian soil, they count as a citizen, as a citizen of the Egyptian does kingdom. It, does it count as Egypt of the empire when the curse was cast? Pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. So it's a bit larger in places than it was. That still leaves him quite a few it's... billion people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, indeed. There's plenty he can conquer. It's just he's got to wait for some asshole treasure hunter in the past to come in. Which is like his. That's who. That's why. Yeah, that's pretty much why, like, the person that. Setman Toth during, like, the 30s or whatever was. Was like this treasure hunter to the stars, right? Because like he'd heard of the Setmentoth legend, like yeah, I'm a wizard, I'm going to call myself Setmentoth, and then he found Setmentoth, and Setmentoth <laughs> was like, "Well, this is poetic, isn't it? You're a foreigner. Give me your body and your soul." Amriel, you should have made a deal with him. You can find him a new host, and in exchange, he'll give us something. Yeah, well, you could have done. I- I asked him if you know I w- if he wanted me to sell him, and he said right, no. Right, no, but you, you know, you could have found a worthy host for him and given them the amulet, and then in exchange he would have owed us like a magic superhero favor. That's true. I don't know how useful. That, I mean, you could still kind of set that up. Just saying. You could do that between runs, effectively. Right. Anyway, yeah, well, anyway. Set do you guys I mean, want to see- set a location for the next one? Now, hmm. Uh, I'm going to go back to the random location generator. Yeah, so am I. Looking at our. I'm. I'm kind of. I'm kind of feeling like a Ukrainian step. Hmm. (laughs) Somewhere big and flat. Yes. Ocean. Oh wait. Uh, Somewhere in North America. I just got off the coast of Australia. Oh, East Java. <laughs> East well, Java. Well, I got uh, Montana. USA. Montana? Oh, man. This Lewis game and takes Clark on... National Forest. The Raider Race competition takes on completely different, uh, different shape when you have to operate on American soil because it's all airdropping and shit. 
Um, middle of the Pacific Ocean. Do we want to do that? Uh, no. Middle of the Atlantic Ocean. No, it's too cold. Caribbean. Too too warm. Too warm. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, what have I got? Right Somewhere off the coast in of the tiny island of Georgetown. Nah, too Georgian. Like like yeah. halfway between Africa and South America. So isn't uh, isn't base raiding illegal in the United States? It is, which is why Raider Raid can't like get a contract to do, to like if they go to when they went to Egypt, they found the base and then said, "Hey, can we have exclusive rights?" And paid the <laughs> Egyptian government, and the Egyptian government was like, "Yes, you may have exclusive rights to that base." I just got one in Lake Just Michigan. Random bit of Russia. Random bit of Russia works. Lake Michigan. Michigan. Mm. Indian Ocean. Australia again. It really likes Australia. Australia again. Uh, Saharan um, Africa. We just did Nile though. Yeah. Ooh. What if we? What if we went for Southern something? Southern tip of South America, right on the uh, Andes Mountains. Hmm. What if we went for something like or... a little bit different and like consciously picked it? Picked it. Um, mm -hmm. India. Uh, India. No, India could different. be cool. I mean, I mean, like I, I'm thinking like since since we kind of ended up in the middle of nowhere, um, in the Nile Delta. Why don't we go with somewhere that's like really congested and urban? Mm. I don't know. We sort of already were quite urban. I sort of thought maybe go somewhere like fully like rugged to make an interesting race. Somewhere with no roads or anything. Mongolia, like mm -hmm. like the Gobi Desert. I like that. Yeah, just flat out. Worst place on earth. The Gobi <laughs> Desert. And then it's like a tech hero. A tech villain or something had a base out there. Yeah. You know, I, was to cure, I was trying to cure cancer using nanomachines, but instead I, I did I did something worse. Built <laughs> a Von Newman machine. And it got a bit out of hand. There's always Svalbard. I love Svalbard. Oh yeah, that could be fun. You've got to go raid the seed vault. It's just that it was built by superhumans instead of <laughs> <laughs> world governments. I think we should definitely build a base of useful tech for us, at least. Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm cool with that. Alright, so it's probably going to be the Gobi Desert. It's probably going to be like a tech hero. Alright, cool. Yeah. Alright, well, I will let the Americans go to bed, and then Finn and I will probably see each other in a minute, because I'm going <laughs> into town. Um, if I go to Hamilton... Before you do that, you should probably sign off. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> I forgot we were still recording. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Oh, well, it's only like an extra 10 minutes. Mm. Um, well, now, now they know where the next one's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, they'll probably listen to them like a week apart, so that's not that bad. Um, true. They missed, is, on, we go. they missed out on Raymond and Finn making plans to get lunch. <laughs> well, no, we're gonna go shit on someone's game, basically. Uh, 
Thanks for listening. Uh, if you have any questions or feedback, you can contact us in the comments section on tw uh, or on Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, and of course on our main site. You can also reach us on our, at our email or insertquest here at gmail.com. Uh, and you can also uh, join our G Plus community. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to plug? You can go to ragnardrock.com and listen to our podcast or find us on Facebook and Twitter at ragnardrock. Or you could be like our favorite drunk listener, Chados, and leave us a voicemail at 516. Oh, God, what's it? 672. I forget the number. God I couldn't damn. remember when we used to plug it every week. I'm not going to remember now. Well, we have a we have a voicemail. You should call it. Find it's out what website. it is on you our can, website. You can find it on their website. All right. Well, farewell from the past. I've misplaced my cursor, and I'm also Raymond. <laughs>